attention. This is a matter of national security. After a meteorite crashed into the New Jersey Turnpike, the following digital audio transmission from the You Watch I Listen podcast was intercepted by NASA scientists in the year 2019. The You Watch I Listen podcast is about to start. Sit down, listen close, and try not to die. The You Watch I Listen podcast starts now. had to be evacuated for a bomb threat. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, take it out, take it out. <laughs> yeah, oh, suck it nice and slow. <laughs> a couple other really funny news stories. Kenny G. Who the fuck is Kenny G? The fucking clarinet player. Oh, suck it nice. <laughs> what did he do wrong? He's being Charles Manson all weird. In the middle of it, he cuts her off and goes, Oh, fuck you. Dude, now I see why people followed Charles Manson. He was very straightforward yeah, and had the right ideas. Time for the You Watch I Listen podcast, and always remember, don't sniff it, just do it. Hey guys, welcome to episode 79 of You Watch I Listen. Um, You're not Taylor. I'm not. Who are you? I'm Michael. Michael Manfredonio returning to You Watch I Listen, cracking open his monster energy at 7.53 p.m. Uh, the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. And it's actually funny, Josh. This is the anniversary of Manfro's first appearance on the show. Wow. He appeared last year when Ralph was still second chair. And we did Thanksgiving trivia that I think you won. But by I think you had like <laughs> two points and I had one. We knew none of the Thanksgiving trivia. Because who knows Thanksgiving trivia? I just know that we, we beat up and killed a lot of people. And we had some good food in the process. Um, see, that's Taylor's gimmick already. You're doing it. Uh, Josh, how was your week? Uh, you look exhausted today. Yeah, I'm, I've been exhausted mentally, physically. Like, I'm just, I'm Sexually? Shocked. I'm glad I can't see uh, your face. <laughs> <laughs> so what? what is it just like busy at work, uh, busy season? Uh, it's a lot of stuff, dude. You know, like I'm busy at work. I'm dealing with shit, uh, you know, uh, family-wise. I'm just dealing with like, you know. Stuff. stuff. Stuff and things, or yeah. just stuff? Is your dick still stuff working? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that works. Barely, but it works. Yeah. Manfro, how was your week? My dick's working. But how was your week otherwise? Oh, yeah. No, it's good. You're good. back in uh, the, the tunnels? Yeah, I'm doing, like, chest x-rays at work and shit. Oh, you got the black lung already? <laughs> no, they were testing us for it. I though. guess they have to, most likely, to see I if they the need to take you off. the company's trying to cover the... their ass. Well, they have to. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they've dealt with a ton of ridiculous lawsuits through the years. Um, my week was good. I actually, I have a little... Oh, yeah, Dan, how was your week? <laughs> my week was good. But I actually have some news, guys. This is big news in my personal life. Okay. I am... Gay. Having a baby. Gay. 
an engaged man. Oh! As of about an hour ago. Oh! So that's the big news. The landlord is I'm making an honest woman of the landlord. Congrats. So this is the uh, the announcement of it. Uh, did like, you have it, your underwear on in the living do you want, room? Want to hear, do, you want to, do you want to hear the real story about how I did this? Because it's the only weird way I know how to do it. So I like doing this thing to the landlord where I, uh, I pull out my belly button lint and I flick it at her. <laughs> so oh I God. said, oh, look what I'm pulling out of my belly button. It's fucking gross. And then it was a ring. <laughs> Wow. Because what other way could I possibly do it? I'm not a romantic. No. I'm not a romantic. I'm not a rapist either. None of those things. But I am a romantic. I'm not a romantic, clearly. And I, I'm also not like the, a traditional person. Like, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't dig that. I did formally go and ask her parents because that's the right thing to do, yeah. of course. But I wanted to let you guys know on the show, and I hope Taylor's really mad he's not here for this, that you got to be. That, uh, man, does that seat feel like sunk in from the person normally sitting in it? No, it's good. Dingleberries? No. <laughs> Marks, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, that's my big news. I am an engaged man. The landlord is an engaged woman. Um, and yeah, we'll you see. Finally what made an honest woman out of her. I huh? did finally make an honest woman out of her. Probably a little I overdue. Wish we, I wish that we had like a mobile apparatus that Manfro and I could just like barge in the house and congratulate her. <laughs> I'm sure she'd love that. The first thing she said to me when I did it after saying yes was, I look like shit. <laughs> She's like in her pajamas. She's like, I gotta call people. She's like, whatever you do, don't let Manfro in this fucking house. <laughs> you, had, you had text me and said, you're outside and we were facetiming uh uh ears okay. and i was like yeah manfro's waiting right outside she's like oh god <laughs> it's, like, it's like it's the perfect person what's to, up fuckers yeah what's up like <laughs> stifler <laughs> fuckers 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 but yeah that's my big news um so yeah anything else exciting and going on nothing new besides that i'm gonna get my tuberculosis checked tomorrow and then i'm gonna sneak <laughs> off the job and not to what return do you have to Monday. what is, like you have to get the tb shot obviously yeah. Have it. Yeah. Have you had it before? Never. What, have you ever gotten any kind of thing from work? Condition? No, I would do wheezing. A, I'm guessing. I'm sure you get a little like. Yeah, you just you're breathing in you, junk. You get like a lot of people get this when they work with concrete. It's like you, you get these black boogers and you pick them in the car. <laughs> I don't know if that's a medical condition. You blow them out of your like you blow. You'll be blowing it out of your head for like a week. Oh, it's gross. Sometimes. Do they yeah. come out during sex? Like black cum? No, no, that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> do you do you think that uh, Sam, do you think Sam would like that? Yeah, she. Yeah, she's <laughs> I demonic. I always wonder sometimes uh, because I also, I, you know, in general, I was telling someone about you recently, and they were like, "What's his girlfriend like?" I'm like, "She's cool." I was like, "It's funny because I would say before he was with her, he's like seventy percent uh, Manfro, thirty percent Michael. I'd say that's a fair balance. Now you're yeah. like 60, 40, 50, 50 more so. But then she, when I was there, she showed me the video you just pouring a Gatorade on your head on your own couch <laughs> for no reason. Well, I get, you get you get bored, man. It's just, with with her or just life, just life. Because because you, when you're single, you're out, and your whole objective is to go out and get pussy. Yeah, sure. Can I say that? You could say pussy. You could say get pussy. Yeah, you so say take you want to get pussy maybe not every weekend, and you know always be closing. Yeah, you always that's that's your whole goal. It's why you buy clothes. It's why you do the things that's why you, you do. Shower, shower, shave. exactly. So then, like, you, you get into a relationship, and then the years are you know, like one year, two year, <laughs> three year, and I'm like, this is what my life now is like. I come home and I play video games and I watch sports and those are my outlets to yeah, not do that. I also that. think, you know, in general, and Josh can uh, attribute this to in a relationship, any relationship, it's kind of like a, there's a level of compromise with your behaviors and the things you do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's uh, my balance changed when I started dating the landlord. Yours started changing and your girlfriend's awesome. I obviously love uh, um, wife. I, I don't know which number wife we're on talking about because now I'm going to have to... I think, everybody's, everybody's got a wife now. Yeah, I, I just use Sam's name regularly. 
regularly. Yeah, yeah so, like you and your fiance. Yeah, my fiance. She'll Am I the be first like, one to say that? Like you, in person? I think you are. People like there's yeah, you're the first person to say it in Josh, person. Josh, say so, it to him. So you're the second. Just say fiance. Fiance. And there we go. Yeah. Um, okay, so should we call Taylor, I guess, and no. get these uh, reviews? Yeah, I don't have any of this. I, I'm just gonna, so gonna just do, do it like we we'll get over it. Um so before we do that, I'm gonna give a shout out to our guys over at Lobo Sound. If you're thinking about advertising, call Lobo Sound. If you need a website, you should be calling Lobo Sound. And that's because because Lobo Sound's world-renowned commercial production and website construction in English, Spanish, and Polish have made Lobo Sound a fixture in the Chicago radio and digital advertising communities. But Lobo Sound isn't limited to just Chicago. Alaska, Atlanta, Toronto, Toledo, Hawaii, New Jersey, New York, Montecito, California. Wherever you are, Lobo Sound has your back. Lobo Sound helps you reach your target market effectively and affordably. Reach who you want to reach, when you want, on all devices and applications. For more information, call Lobo Sound at 630-244-9704. That's 630-244-9704. Or you can visit them at LoboSound.com. And make sure you mention you watch I Listen for a 10% discount. So check out Lobo Sound. Um, I will tell you when to do that other one. Let's call Machka and talk to him. And get his take on the movie, and then I'll give my take on the album. I don't want to text him. Are you going to tell him the news? You should just not tell him the news. I wasn't going let to. Him, let him find out by listening. I, I'm probably going to send something in our little Instagram chat, okay. for, uh, honestly. So let's uh You go. guys have a group Instagram chat going? It's rogue. Yeah, yeah it's, that's it, weird. It's it, it used to be good, and then Ralph got in somehow, and now it sucks. <laughs> he could ruin anything. <laughs> Yo. Hello? Taylor. You got a what? you got a, a big gremlin sitting in your chair. Do I? Yeah, it's Manfro. Yeah, ah. Manfro. Hey. So what's up, dude? What's going on? Uh, you know, just uh, just got home about ten minutes ago. How you feeling? Oh, fucking tired, beat up, ready to go to bed. You gonna just over with so I can go to sleep. You gonna rub one out first? No. So, sounds like he is already. Hey, dude, you should rub one out on the show while giving your review. No, I'm not. I could rub one out while you give your review. Yeah, that's fine as long it's, it's it's knowing how far away you are from me, I'm totally all right with it. Or I will rub Manfro out. While I'll, you give I'll send you the pictures, Taylor. You know I'll uh, do it. I was telling. Yeah, you've done it. You've <laughs> done that. But like, why would you send it over Facebook Messenger, you fucking idiot? I, was, uh, I don't I know. I wasn't thinking text. back then. I just told that story to someone recently. They were saying how like they opened a message with someone that they hadn't talked to in forever, and the last picture they had was a dick pic. It was like, oh, Manfro did that to Taylor. <laughs> Yeah, like, All right, so we won't keep you long. So why don't we uh, just do your review of the movie first, uh, Manfred? Right. First off, what did you think of the movie? It was great. What did you watch? Uh, I watched the part where like they got t- stuck into the portal. You watched the trailer? No, and uh, <laughs> he started reproducing with his daughter, and it got real weird. That didn't happen. Yeah, it did. <laughs> All right, Taylor. So I gave you the movie. Uh, the name of this episode, by the way, I decided it's the High Life's High Life since the album. Yeah, everybody, that's, that's what you have to do. Yeah. All right, so. Uh, uh, A24, uh, the highlight, our high life starring Robert Pattinson, Taylor, please. Okay, so basically this movie, uh, it's, a, it's a movie about Robert Pattinson's face. I will say to start out, uh, Robert Pattinson is turning into one of my favorite actors. Absolutely. Really this. No, dude, um, he's great. Between between this movie and Manfro, if you haven't seen it, when it comes out, watch The Lighthouse. The Lighthouse really and Willem Dafoe and Good Time is fa- fantastic as well. Good Burger. Like, like, he's like, he's, he's going to sit back and collect Twilight checks for the rest of his life so he can do whatever the hell That's he That's good wants. money. It's Just like t- the Harry Potter yeah, kids it's doing. On, it's on TV every week. Weekend. He's making shit ton of money, and now he's taking these like little indie movies that take these really weird risks and actually yeah. lets him act. And now he's fucking Batman. He's a fake ass 
Daniel Radcliffe is all he is. I, I really, he is facts, big facts. <laughs> yeah, except where's Daniel Radcliffe? <laughs> I don't know. The, the woman in black. <laughs> all right, it so go on. Matter. So um, the, the other thing I will say about this movie, cinematography is absolutely fantastic. For this sure. is the first movie from Claire Denis, who is a famous French director, Yeah. Um, which is something that was pretty cool, I guess. But uh, <laughs> I will say... That this movie, um, honestly, compared to all of my love of other movies that take place in space in general, this very this falls very short of the mark. Yeah, I don't think it's like wise. It's not an Interstellar. It it's not two thousand one. It's also a completely different kind of story. Though. It's a really twisted, fucking weird story. It's, it's very weird. It's not even in the realm of Solaris, even. You know what I no, mean? No, or Sunshine, so, or anything like or, that, or yeah, Journey to so, the Center of the um, Earth. It, yeah, that's true. It's good for what it is, um, but like I've said plenty of times about movies on the show that you've given me, um, I very much need to feel something for the characters outside of Robert Pattinson. I can care less about the rest of these characters. Couldn't. Um, um, what doesn't matter. And <laughs> so anyway, um, the other thing that this movie does is that it does a lot of jump cuts going forward, going backward, going forward. Yeah, it's the not, non. Like, it's, no... told, it's told non-linear. Like the, well, the, the middle of the movie is at the beginning... Yeah, but here's the thing. Listen, uh, Tarantino can do that. Nolan could probably do that. Uh, this well, Christopher Nolan. Chris, Christopher it's, Nolan's like the master of it now. Right, but what I'm what I'm saying is is that um, this is a, an attempt at that, and it really just it just makes the movie much more clunky. And it really, yeah, I agree with like, that. It doesn't help. It doesn't help the pacing at all. Um, but I mean, the premise is cool about the the black hole you know, scene is fantastic. Yeah. That is downright yeah. horrific. And yeah, to actually show weird. like the the spaghetti uh, spaghettification the when you go through yeah you you spaghettify if you go through a black hole spaghettify that's what it's called that's the literal scientific definition of what would happen to someone in a black hole that's um, what that's the best word scientists can come up with yes <laughs> linguinify I'm gonna get spaghettified <laughs> yeah. at, at least it's not like pet, pet it's like pedify <laughs> pedophile stupefy like, so it, it, it turns out just a bunch of Italian guys uh, what do you mean that you'd make a spaghettify <laughs> yeah exactly. Why when I make love it smell like olives? <laughs> <laughs> so what would you give this movie, Taylor? And then I'm going to give you uh, your movie before we hang up. Yeah, and then I also want to hear what you have to say sure, about Mac Miller's sure. High Life, too, sure. if you wouldn't mind. Absolutely. Um, but if I really want to grade this movie and have it really be a genuine uh, grading, it would have to be, honestly, a five. Okay. Um, the performances in it are great. Yeah. The cinematography is what carries it. For sure. honestly, it's just the pacing. For it's a, a very slow movie. I don't de- movie, I don't I, deny that. I, I The first time I saw it, I didn't like it. It took another viewing for me to like get it and appreciate it. But even with that, I'd probably give it a six out of ten myself. Um, yeah. I probably came away like a five at first. And maybe when I, if I watch it again, it'll be higher. But that's a lot of these like, you know, artistic type art house films. They're, they take a few viewings to really kind of have the pieces fall into place. Eight million dollar yeah, budget, bro. And, and, like, and, and like I was saying before, like obviously I, I very much love movies that take place in space. Star Wars yeah. stands above itself. 2001 Interstellar. For sure. This really is like Part of my French, but the redheaded stepchild. Of, I would, like, I would not disagree with that. But um, okay, <laughs> let me get to the album now. So you gave me Mac Miller's "The High Life," and this was his um, first mixtape, I believe you said. No, it's one of his earlier mixtapes okay. when he was only like 16 years old. He's still in high school. When he okay, this. so I went in with, um, you know, I said I wasn't a huge fan just based on what I only really heard the stuff that was mainstream, which is, you know, not mixtape, obviously. Um, yeah, the one thing I do appreciate, it's a very um, robust album. It's long. It's over, I think, an hour and 10 
10 minutes, I think, is the runtime of it. Yeah, it's like, it's like 17 songs. Yeah. Um, I First off, I love the beats on it. I think the album sounds great. It was a very easy listen more than anything else. Um, yeah. Where it lost me at times is some of the lyrics from song to song could have just fit into another song because that was, you know, he's a 17-year-old kid. Those were his themes, you know, talking about weed, talking about uh, sex and things like that. And in some songs, it worked really well. In some songs, it didn't. But I didn't give a single song less than two on here. So it's not like anything. I, I, that's very acceptable. Um, most of the songs got threes. I had a couple fours on here. I gave Traveling Man 09 a four, uh, Live Free a four. Um, but Traveling Man 09 was definitely my favorite song on here. And Thanks for Coming Out, I also gave a four. But Traveling Man 09 is a legitimately great song. Um, but not the only I had twos on here for Cruising Around the Clock, Class President, Million Dollars, uh, Castle Made of Sand, and I didn't grade the uh, interlude in the intro. Um, yeah, but well, yeah. but he, he his flow was really good. I, I was very impressed with that. Uh, the people he had featured on the songs fit into it perfectly. For being 17 years old, to make an, an album like this that is way advanced for a kid that young, and you know you said it's raw and gritty. I don't I don't know if it's full on raw and gritty, but it's definitely there. There's the elements of it, but there's a high level of production to it for being a mixtape. Yeah, uh, I mean you you could definitely see where he laid the foundation for his later work, and obviously stuff progressed in a different direction. For sure. I mean, you, I mean, you got to look too. I mean, when he's 17 years old, he's signed by Rockstar Records. Yeah. So it's a little indie label based out of Pittsburgh. It's the same label that Wiz Khalifa started out. Wiz Khalifa is the one that actually found him when Wiz Khalifa was good. <laughs> nice. So I'm actually happy you did enjoy it. Um, yeah, I'm gonna give it. A, I'm gonna give it a, a three out of five. I think that's fair. That. Um, I think I, I thought about like a two and a half, but I found myself enjoying it as I was listening to it. And at a minimum, it's really good music to put on when you're just like hanging out. You have people over, you're just bullshitting, and it's playing in the background because there's no lulls in the album. It doesn't get boring at any point. There wasn't a song or any lyrics that made me cringe like a lot of modern rap does. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna give it a three out of five. Sick too. And I was gonna say the other thing about Mac Miller is that like he's dead. <laughs> I mean, like you touched on it earlier, it's just he, he's he's very easy to listen to. Like, yeah, you can just I chill and hang out and fucking you know have some medicine and shit. Yeah, exactly. Take His best medicine. work came at home. <laughs> Fucking outed himself. Uh, uh, fucking Ariana Grande? No, when he fucking outed himself. He didn't mean to out himself. I know, I could have done that. Well, no, isn't outing yourself coming out of the closet? You mean off yeah, himself? He's, yeah, he's he whacked him off. He whacked he's, himself Taylor, off. it's like he's sitting in your chair and he's having trouble with using the proper words now, I, too. I don't do oh, words. Wow, sorry. He, My bad. Now, now he's rapping like he's uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mac, Mac Miller killed rap. Explain. All right, so there's like... You, just, you shut your horn so, mouth. No, he what killed himself. Oh, don't act like you care about him after he's dead. Where were, where, where were you? Where were you? To be fair, where were you when he was playing at Terminal 5? I'm going to defend him here because I remember working with this guy at Best Buy in like 2012 and him rocking Mac Miller gear. I remember this because I was like, that white boy probably sucks. And he does. Dude, he did it. Or he does. No. I'll explain to you. He eats dirt. Dude, I'm telling you, like, there's a small part of my life when I first started listening to hip hop. The only hip hop I listened to was Eminem, Mac Miller, and Wiz Khalifa. Before I wow, found that's out how to try white, it's like white a reverse, dominated. It's a reverse Oreo. What about Macklemore? <laughs> what about Macklemore? No, I'm going to explain to you fuck real quick. Manfro, Manfro wants to spit some. Macklemore. wants to spit some truth at you about Mac Miller. So I used to listen okay, to mixtapes and shit like that back in the day, G Unit and stuff. I like DJ White Al, and it was like all New York underground mostly. So then yeah, I started facts. venturing off, and like uh, Mac Miller and uh, Charles. 
Hamilton and Asher Roth and all these Nipsey guys. Hustle. They kind of made it cool for rappers not to be fit the demographic of like killing people and shit. Yeah, gangbangers. So then, like you know, you get like the lyricists and Mac Miller, very good. They're very talented. They're good at their craft and shit like that. But it made it okay to not be a fucking convicted felon and rap. Oh, uh, I see. You know what I'm you, saying? You, you yeah. think that it, okay? So it's not that he. So it's it, not that he was garbage. It's just that he inspired other people yeah. to think they could do the same so, thing. So now you the get these guys level. who don't have the credentials. Corn, corn yeah, Corn who balls. haven't so listen, listen, killed this, anybody this is, and shit, is, and it kind of just makes the music like it's not as hard as it used to be. I agree with that. But I, it's like suburban white kids are like, <laughs> oh, no, I can make this, I can make a fucking album, and yeah, they it, because of Mac like, Miller and guys like that, they they open, open the, the door. door but it, it opened the door for too many people, and then well, now you got the fucking bubblegum hip hop. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you never I fucking mean, killed right, anybody, bro. You're not fifty. Like, listen, like while that is very true, I definitely do. Listen, he definitely influenced. A lot of listen, Post Malone isn't really as there without a Mac Miller. That's a thousand percent fact. But my, what my, well, this is what I'm trying to say is, is that you know, and not only was he just he was another white kid, a suburban white kid that came out with you know, like some really, really good hip hop. And what happened, and the thing that that made it cool was that, and it sounds silly, but he looked like me. He came from a suburb. Granted, he came from Pittsburgh. You know what I mean? Listen, Eminem was cool because, but I, I couldn't really relate to that. I didn't want to kill my fucking mother. I or raper. Drugs. I didn't have fucking Munchausen syndrome. I had none of those things. You know what I mean? I'm when I was in high school, I, I, I wanted all the I wanted all the shit that Mac Miller was. Yeah, yeah, about. I got you. T- taking trips down to the shore, you know, smoking a joint at Bill's house, and getting your dick shit. sucked. Dude, that's all I wanted to do. It's I can help you with one of those. But appreciate <laughs> that. But, like, Davidson like killed Rack Miller. Um, and I and I do understand where you're coming from because you are. It makes sense, and it's not. I don't think I it's do, bashing it, Mac Miller. It's bashing no, the music industry for no. being unoriginal. And you could actually make the same argument, like we've said a thousand times about Kanye 808's inspired little. Yeah, Kanye 808 you know I mean? completely inspired every auto tune rapper to think that they could yeah. also sing. Yeah, yeah. Dude, and you will not find a bigger fan of 808's than Yeah, and I, I get so. it, and it's grown on me, but it, it, it single handedly led to this influx of. Soft rap garbage, that, it, but garbage. like contrary to what Manfro was saying, hard rappers that are now soft because of auto tune. Yeah, and, and like Wu Tang has to go on tour to make any money because they can't sell albums in this day no, and age. No, wouldn't understand any Wu Tang album anymore. No. Imagine if um, so, Illmatic came out now, no. how people would respond to it. And that's another thing I wanted to mention on uh, the Mac Miller album on uh, Traveling Man 09. He references New York State of Mind from Nas uh, from Nas's Illmatic. Yeah, it's the he, best sa- song he kept on saying "Sleep is the cousin of death." Yeah. That's from New York State of Mind. So that. Gave me major kudos too, well, but um, that's, it's actually it's actually funny you say Wu Tang because there there is somewhere on record where Mac Miller does say Wu Tang Clan is one of the I, you can tell he he really appreciated uh, the people that came before him. It kind of bleeds through on the album, well, so that made me appreciate it a little more. Well, that's the thing because Mac Miller, I, I listen, and it's so cliche to say it like this, he was a true artist for sure. To God, like the biggest influence was Wu Tang Clan. The Beatles and Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd, plus like uh, probably Ready to Die more than like yeah, yeah. Notorious. But, but all right, yeah, like I said, he's one of let those me guys. let me give you your. Do you have an album for me, or is Josh going to throw one at me? Well, Josh is going to throw one at you, and I figured while I'm on here, I might as well give you something to at sure. Time, so Please, you pull double duty. Okay. Um. So the album I'm going to give you this week is actually from a band formed formed from YouTubers. Okay. Um. It's actually very very interesting. The band is called Crazy Eighty Eight. It's based off of uh, I think it's the what the Crazy Eighty Eight from what Kill Bill, right? Yeah, Kill Bill. 
Yeah. So um, the band basically uh, comprises of Jared Alonji, Warren Babbage, and Patty Wa- uh, Patty Walters. They formed the band Crazy 88. All three of them were YouTubers, essentially. And um, they decided to come together and actually form a band. So the album, like I said, the band's name is Crazy 88. And the album I'm going to give you is their debut album called Burning Alive. Do Burn, you have, um, have you heard any of Logan Paul's new albums? <laughs> Shut up, fucking he, loser. He, he, he did get his ass whipped by KSI. Um, oh, so it, um, what kind of music is this? Uh, then I'll give so, you your movie. It's a mix of metal and more melodic stuff. So again, uh, Lauren Bobbage being the lead singer, she is a woman, but she is a crazy great singer. Okay. And I don't want to, and I don't want to singer and screamer, and I don't want to like it's not a subgenre. I used to like, like uh, I used to like Kitty a lot. Kitty used to be dope. Yeah. Kitty back in the day was I had killer. A poster from well, Dude, I, I had a poster. I had it from well, Sam Goody. Oh shit. <laughs> I, I was gonna say, Man- Manfred, do you remember the band I wrestled a bear once? Yeah, I love that band. The Kevin Bacon say, song know, is fucking awesome. Yeah. So listen, th- this girl Lauren. Is just as good of a screamer as that chick was. Okay, long. cool. Um, but uh, this is like a, kind of like a concept record because they're all big fans of Tarantino movies. So a lot of these. Oh, um, cool! I, I dig that. I, I like little references here and there to different events and characters. I'm sure. Ex- exactly. Cool. That's, ex- that's essentially what the album is about. It's 14 songs. It's a little on that. It's a little on the long side. I'm fine with that. All right, cool. All right, so your movie. This is a really easy one. Um, it debuts on Netflix tomorrow. The Irishman. You're getting the new oh, Scorsese flick. Yeah. Um, it, Let's go. Yeah, it, it comes out on Netflix. I think at uh, 3 a.m. tonight. So it's a, you put some time aside. It's a three and a half hour movie. Well, but I'm, um, I'm, gonna I'm probably gonna do it Wednesday night, the day before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Because um, I'm on call tonight and tomorrow. So yeah, I'm and I'm gonna uh, see if I can get Grow House in here next week to talk about it because he's uh, the biggest you know next to me film uh, a film aficionado snob i know so we'll do that all right taylor um we'll take it from here um and have a great thanksgiving if i don't talk to you and i, I have to text you later i got something important to tell you okay I actually had, what, what are you finally going to come out to me this time no 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 you're you're, you're fired <laughs> no, i'll text you later you'll see, see you later it. bitch all right. All right. thanks Bye. for keeping my seat warm all right so that was uh mr Mutchka. Um, so, yeah, uh, did you have an album for me too, Josh, or? Uh, yeah, I didn't know he was going to give you another album. We actually, we talked about okay, it. Okay, I'm fine we, with that. I'm, we consulted I'm, I can't believe he gave you YouTubers. Um, what a fucking loser. <laughs> I, hey, you know what? It sounds interesting. Maybe I'll check it out does. too. Yes, it does. Logan Paul and Jake uh, what do you got for me? So, we talked about it, and, uh, we've been on a string of... Uh, uh, good scores from you, right? Yeah. And I've been I've been scared for a while because the times that Get I've had to fill, fill in for Taylor, I've been wanting to give you one of their records. Okay. And now I'm finally got the courage right, to do, do it. it. We're, on a, we're, we're, on a, we're riding a wave here. I want to okay. see if we continue the wave. I'm going to give you Coheed and Cambria's In Keeping <sighs> Secrets of Silent Earth 3. Okay. Keep, is, is there a part one and two? No, it's just it's part of the concept. Okay. Is this um, the one where he tries to rob the Dwayne Reed before the show at Prudential? Bro, he was the bass player. He played on one album. Yeah, and... he ruined my Soundgarden concert. <laughs> no, Chris just Corn- kidding. Chris Cornell did. No, no. That he I went to see the when I saw Coheed and Cambria for the first time was they were opening for Soundgarden and they were like, Yeah, the bass is from the union because uh the bass has decided to rob a Dwayne Reed before the show. I'm <laughs> what like, did he need for pretty, Dwayne Reed? He needed the pills. Condoms he, he tried to go in the back and grab pills. Oh, good yeah. for him. In, in New York City, you I think just it gone was. To Chris Cornell. I think it was the one by the Garden. <laughs> oh no like, shit! You're in the middle of Manhattan, bro. Like, how so far did are you gonna get? not play at all? No, no, they played. They got a guy from the the, oh, the, the, sound garden the base music part. music union. Oh, the oh, came really? in and filled in. Yeah, no shit. That's yeah, they wild. didn't sound so bad. So where, where does this album rank on you for the Coheed albums? And um, where like what is this their fourth album? Their so thir- this is their second album. Second album. Okay. Um. So of of the original concept, there are um. 
there are four albums. Okay. Uh, there is the second stage, Turbine Blade, uh, In Keeping Secrets of Silent Earth 3, Good Apollo on Burning Star 4, yeah. and then uh, No World for Tomorrow. Was there a big hit on this, song, this album that I would know? Because yes. I know a decent amount of Coheed uh, songs. There's, Which one? there's two. Blood uh, Red Summer? Blood Red Summer. Okay. And um, A Favorite House at Night. Okay, Manic. cool, cool. So I, I think I've probably listened to the album before, but not with the intention of like grading it. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually excited because I've actually been kind of pushing for a Coheed album. Like, yeah. I, I really want, I feel like if I dove into them, I'd end up being a big fan because the, the topics they explore musically they're they're very few bands that compare but you know the topics they explore the themes they try with albums that encompass multiple you know uh, multiple albums encompassing an arc yeah very similar to what tool does on a single album yeah so i appreciate that and Wait, if you if Josh, you listen lyrically to uh, to the songs as they go on because like, it, you'll tell it tells that a, story. It's a story okay cool. like, you'll be able to pick up in the end what happened very the good cool i'm excited josh can you okay so blood red summer is like in my head a little bit can you sing a couple of lyrics just so i get it back no i'm not yeah. No, come on. Just sing a well, little bit uh, of it. I'll play it for you. Uh, I'm not going to sing it. Yeah, no. uh, 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 that actually, yeah. Yeah, that's, I know that. I, yeah, go ahead, play it a little bit. It's a bit. blood red summer. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> it's exactly. It's a blood red summer. Can you freestyle over the beat when it starts? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I've been wait- I need Get a little really- monster I actually- in me. I really can't wait to hear some of his reactions to this week's top ten songs later. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who, mine or Manfros? Manfros. Oh, <laughs> He'll nah. probably like more than I do. You know this song, dude. All right, come on. Break uh, it down. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Suck my dick. <laughs> Lick a pick. A guitar pick <laughs> is what I like. I like meat on my plate. I like your sweaty pussy right in my face. Will I suck on it? I don't know. I like to do white ball, yellow shit, stay away. I like to suck dick cause I am gay. Hey, hey. Okay, I'm good. All right. Got it out of me. Got it out. All right, so very good. Uh, Manfred, you were up in Canada recently. Yeah. So I, I was at uh, the Tool concert when you were texting me up in Canada, and I was like, why are you there? And then I remembered, oh, he's a fucking nerd with hockey cards. Yeah, very big so nerd. So this was like a, a convention. Was it just for hockey cards? Well, yeah. There, there or was, was it like sports cards and trading cards in general? So since I was a little kid, I've always wanted to go to like the expo, and like there's a big one the in Montreal. Montreal expo. There's yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just won the World there's, Series. There actually is a big uh, card expo. There's like three big ones. Toronto's huge. I'm assuming Vancouver's but is huge. But just hockey cards? And Montreal's expos? huge. Yeah, like they just they basically do all sports. Okay, but like but hockey is the dominant thing. Dominant like, one. That's so, like the Chiller Theater convention. That yeah. It's a horror convention, but there's wrestlers yeah. and other things. So okay. like. You go to White Plains, like, if you go to White Plains, the convention center over yeah. there, they do a card convention, okay. and it's fucking baseball. Yeah, you it's were telling football, me. You were, you and there's maybe six, like, guys there There's, like, that a guy that sell. was the second, uh, the backup goalie on the Rangers yeah. in 1987. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so they'll have, like, maybe, like, a little bit of hockey cards to choose from, and then, like, a big selection. So when I come here... So you might find a gem randomly at yeah, one of these. Yeah, so, like, when I go there in Toronto, it's, like... This same size on a bigger scale, actually, and it's just all hockey now, shit. Now, how many hockey cards do you own? Hundreds yourself? of thousands. Hundreds of thousands? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's base cards, which is just throwaway cards, okay. basically. But like, Do you like, have one card that is more valuable? Like, the most valuable card you have, what is it, and how much is it worth? It's probably like a Wayne Gretzky. It's four-color patch, and it has an autograph of that he, he put okay. card signed on the card. So it's an actual autograph, yeah, authenticated. And it's, part, and it's part of a game-worn jersey that's four colors. Okay. And it's number, serial numbered out of five. So there's only five of them ever wow. made. And that card could probably get me 1200 bucks. Okay, so yeah, I know, like, so for years, 
years and years, I mean, I have a fuck ton of baseball cards at my mom's house. And uh. baseball cards used to be like this wild, wild thing. And then it got completely oversaturated. Yep. There's very few that are worth anything anymore. Yep. The most valuable baseball card for the last 60 years has been the Honus Wagner. I think it's the T207 card that sold last for, I think, $3.1 million. Yeah, the guy from the owner of the LA Kings, I think, yeah. bought it. And I just saw a Babe Ruth rookie card, like a really rare one, just sold for only $110,000. Yeah. Um, so, do uh, is the market on hockey cards? Is it is it more valuable than baseball cards, no. or it's about the same? Well, like seeing like now because it's like a niche thing. Yeah. Like you're the only person I know that actually like dabbles in this. And do you both buy and sell? Yeah. Well, I was doing that before I started working with my buddy RJ. When uh, you just needed some cash, you're like, I, I don't need some this cash. One. I was like, let me get rid of some old stuff. I'll get some new stuff, and then like you realize, okay, I just bought way too much. So let me just sell some of my okay. stuff. So you start dipping into your personal collection and getting selling the cards that are worth more but uh baseball is huge here in the states yeah sure and like even in the can in canada it's still really big. yeah i mean they're, they're dying for the expos back up so there. like if you have a mike trout rookie card like someone low, will pay like a thousand bucks cereal, for it no more than that oh really there's some that'll go for 10 grand wow even and like like if you, but it has to be i know with baseball for years it was tops tops is yeah. the one does it have to be a top well, card no upper deck is has okay. their hand in a yeah. lot of baseball and there's panini which is like a third oh like, i like paninis uh, yeah. I get them from Panera sometimes. <laughs> but, uh, no, like, the if you have a Tom Brady, say, like, rookie card, okay. and it has the autograph on it and okay. the part of his jersey, so it's a patch. It's called an RPA, rookie patch autograph. Yeah, yeah. If you got all three of those things and you have it and you have you can and grade it. And it's authenticated. It, yeah, and you can get it, like, past an eight, like, grading. Yeah. They, they, they slab it. They put it in plastic. You can get $18,000 for that easy. That's wild. So is this something, like, you want to do more, like, and eventually make, like, become, like, a major player in the hockey card trading well, community. It's funny you say that because like I I collect like a offset like okay. it's just like a set from Upper Deck and I collect it and I'm actually connected with a whole bunch of people from all around It's like from forums North online America. and Facebook groups. Yeah, and I collect these subsets or whatever and like we have a big group and I'm one of the heavy hitters in that. Really? So subset. you're like a major player I'm in, a major this, player. in this small community. Yeah, if you want to get like mega patches and I have them, you got to go through me. Okay, <laughs> so let me ask you this then. So you said you have that Wayne Gretzky card. Yeah. Do you have a card that is sentimental that you would not get rid of under any circumstance? Yeah. Which one is it's that? It's Mark Messier, Mike Richter, and Brian Leach. Autographed. So 94 Rangers. Yeah, all three of them autographed it, and it's one of one. That means that I'm the only one that will ever have that card. That card really? will be buried with so me. So there's unless you were like on your deathbed, like you needed uh, money instantly, you were completely broke, you would never sell that, and even then you may not sell it. No, that. I'd probably hand it, if I liked my kid enough, I'd probably hand it down <laughs> to him. Okay, okay, that's fine. That's understandable, but there's nothing, no amount of money that would make no. you sell it. Not even like a million dollars. Someone's like, for a million bucks, I'll sell this no, to I'll you. I'll suck his dick before I sell that card. <laughs> You'll just suck his dick regardless. Yeah, probably. So, did you do any anything else? Because you went with Pat yeah. up to Canada. Any other fun? Was that your first time in Canada? Yeah, it was my first time out of, out of the country. Yeah, 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 no, was I was. It, you had to get a passport? <laughs> yep, I did. The landlord was did saying something like, does he in? know how to get a passport? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny because it got sent back to me like three times. And the first time, I filled out a form. I sent in my old passport. Okay. They sent it back to me. They're like, oh, you need... You need, like, photo headshots. And I was like, well, I gave you my old passport. Okay, whatever. I got the headshots. I put them in. Sent it in with the old passport with this thing filled out. And they're like, oh, now you got to send 120 bucks. And I was like, you never fucking told me that in the form. <laughs> like, you could have just said, we need the money, yeah, too. Yeah, you could have just said $120 with this fucking form. I feel like if you had one already. You said you had an expired one? Yeah, it expired, like, just, a couple months. They should just be able to, like, give you a new one. I paid for it already. Yeah, so then I fucking finally got it. And then I was like, we're going to Canada, Pat. And Pat's like... 
more I would more say he's like a brother that grew up with him. Yeah, yeah. And then enough of anybody, like you want to fucking kill him. But other. he's not into the same community as you? No, or? he is. Okay. He is. So he, he, does, he he's gonna but you, want, you wanted to kill him while you were in Canada? Oh yeah, no, a few times. Did you uh, did you beat him up like you beat up Richie? No, no. I would no. never put my hands on him. But he's just too, Richie. Too fragile. Just Richie. <laughs> <laughs> but Richie's kinda of fragile. You literally beat him up into rehab. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> he deserves it though. He usually does. Like the I just told you before the show started. He texts me before and he's like, Oh, we're gonna hang out this week? I'm like, what do you mean we're gonna hang out this week? Oh, I didn't tell you I was home? No, motherfucker. You're telling me you're coming home tonight? Like, I, I got shit to do. Dumbass. Um, did you get in any trouble in Canada or cause any trouble? No, not really. Didn't get too fucked up? No, no. Well, Pat thought it would be a good idea to wear a devil's jersey to the game. And I wore a Brian Leach jersey. Game? Uh, Toronto, Boston. Okay. So we figured we're not going to go to this to Canada and just go to a fucking expo. You got to go to a hockey bar. game. You went to a hockey game in Texas. Yeah. So like, we're going to go to a hockey game there, and we're going to visit the Hockey Hall of Fame. So okay. like, there was three major. You, you, things. you had been there before. Was that nah, cool? It was fucking awesome. Okay. That's like me when I went to Cooperstown they have, the like, first time. I Wayne was Gretzky like, skates from when he was like a yeah, little baby. Like at Cooperstown, like, you're seeing fuck? some of that shit. Like no, you're yeah. seeing the the first pitch that uh, Sandy Koufax threw the ball. I'm like, what the fuck? And you see like the stick that Sammy Sosa played little league with. Yeah. <laughs> you see the shoeboxes that uh, Mariano Rivera was wearing on his feet in uh, Panama. They have De La Hoya's dress in the fucking Boxing Hall of Fame. <laughs> it's lingerie. Yeah, the one from Vegas. Those are some of the funny... Like, I like those pictures. I like the ones of Matt Ryan in a bra and panties, too. Oh, do they have one? Yeah, you've seen, you haven't seen those? Yeah, Matty Ice. You want to see? Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay, Matt Ryan in bra and panties. Um, he looks nice. Uh, Matt Ryan bra is what I'm going to type in. My, my he looks like such a hick. Like, it just maybe because he's been playing Dude, for Atlanta looks- so long, he's just turned into an, like, an Atlanta. I think that's what happens. It's ATL. Like he looks, like you put a NASCAR hat on him and he's like he in looks the pits. So you'd happy. be like, <laughs> <laughs> he looks so happy. Oh, he's a baby in that. Yeah, picture. that's like oh eight. I've even college uh, him. Thankfully for him, he didn't have Twitter back then because they're doing that again. They just did it to the kid who replaced Mason Rudolph. They found a tweet of his <laughs> from like 2015. And uh, what do you think he tweeted that everyone's mad about? Because it's not that bad. But what do you think he could tweet that is not that bad, but bad enough to some people? Pro-life. No, but on the right track of um, political social commentary. <laughs> Josh, you're going. Uh, gay stuff? No. Uh, uh, I support Donald Trump. Uh. So oh, now everyone, God. Fucking crucify yeah, this boy. Oh, my God. God forbid that he said that he supported a presidential candidate. I know. That's my favorite. Like, they'll, they'll, people will flip out about that, but they'll celebrate when Tyreek Hill scores a touchdown for their fantasy football <laughs> he team. He kicked his pregnant wife down <laughs> And he stairs. broke his son's arm. Yeah, that's all right. It, it's ridiculous. Um, so, did you... Did, I'm not, I'm not the only one here that hates Coldplay, right? I know that you kind of like the no, old I, stuff. No, I really like Coldplay. I used to rule the did you, world. Do you know why they're not touring? Oh, yeah, I did. Okay, so let me let me clarify. I like. Do, wait, does he know why they're not touring? Yeah, because of the environmental. Yeah. Environmentally It's fucking made up bullshit. There's no so, uh, fucking climate I, change. I find... You work in the mines. <laughs> So I, I love I love all forms of art, right? Sure. And I love music as an art. Sure. And when I look at the album Viva La Vida, yeah. from a com- from a composition standpoint, yeah. that album is one of the all time masterpieces. From from a musical standpoint, I can't shit on them. They're and great then, musicians, but I, their music makes me want to put bleach in my eyes and ears. Everything after that sucked. Yeah, I, it's I, been well, terrible. I think I like since, the scientists. 
That that's a really popular song. Yeah. That one's not bad. And I know because now they've gone to more of a digital sound. They've been yeah. working with the Chainsmokers a bunch. Like, uh, yeah, and, and Mad their, Dragons. Their, their their music became more Fucking about fire. the visual experience with their music. Yeah, which is fine if that's kind of always what you've done. Yeah, like Tool has always been as much a visual band. Nine Inch Nails has been a visual band. Slipknot's a visual band at their shows. But then they became they completely changed their sound. He's not playing piano as much anymore. Yeah. So I, I get that. But this whole shit about it's not environmentally beneficial. Yeah, that's stupid. That's like okay. That is such pandering bullshit. And the second their next album comes out and it, no one listens to it, they're going to be on tour with a fucking 10-year... Uh, when did that album come out? The one that Probably you said, well, 07, 08. Okay, so they're due for yeah. like a 15-year reunion tour on it's it. David yeah. Spade and Grandma's Boy. <laughs> Wait, Shiloh. I was talking about Grandma's Boy today. That's a great um, Because we were talking about the uh, the Tesla truck. Did you see that truck that they came out with? Yeah, and they, they showed you see the Blade Runner thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's fucking well, the awesome. thing I saw, you saw what it looked like, right? It's yeah. all boxy and squarey, and someone goes, this looked like the Tesla truck, and there's a picture of Lara Croft from the original Tomb Raider, <laughs> like with the triangle pointy <laughs> boobs. <laughs> and that that's first thing awesome. I thought of was Grandma's Boy. I can't stop coming! Oh, that truck, uh, my boss just put a deposit down on it, on that truck. Get the fuck I out I swear of to here. God, I like that they did that. Um, Is your boss have like fuck you money? Yeah, he's got fuck That's money. That's awesome. He has he has serious fuck money. I uh, I'm not gonna lie, I almost did. Uh, it's, I was it's, like 30, I, I like was how... like 30 seconds away from hitting Dude, 30 not, seconds was, to Mars. It's not that expensive either. No, like it's the not. deposit it's only... for is only to get get one is only a hundred bucks. Yeah, and, and it's only like I think it's they range from forty to sixty thousand yeah, dollars. Yeah, you can sell like, your I thought about it and I was like, no, it's no what. It, did you like see the video when he was de- Elon Musk was demoing it and he's like the windows are unbreakable. Yeah, there was a fucking steel ball okay, in it and it breaks instantly. I, I started laughing I'm like what an idiot but I'm like oh my god that was a marketing strategy because like oh look at this thing fail look at this thing fail and then it went everywhere. Mm-hmm. And he did that on purpose. He just said that shit. They didn't shatter which I guess is good. You don't yeah. want your windows shattering. But I was like he did this on my friend told, my friend brought it up to me and I was like he did this on purpose. Yeah, well it that guy's for, like a marketing genius. Dude, he's brilliant except when he went on Joe Rogan and he fucking tanked uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's smoking weed. He's like, he smoked, oh, he the, it was a spliff. And like and all he, the people were dropping him like immediately. T- Taylor has the shirt of him hitting the joint too. Oh, he's like, how do um, I do this? So speaking of I, another thing that came up recently that um, I didn't even think about it being. I just thought it was a stupid slogan. Did you see what South Dakota did? They're, they have a major meth problem in oh. South Dakota. Yeah, South Dakota Finning sister. Yes, and hotter though. Oh, uh, okay. War of the Worlds hot. Oh, um, all right. So South Dakota, I guess, has a major meth problem. They have tons of meth heads. So they're trying. <laughs> Doesn't. They're trying to adjust, address their problem, and they, they released a slogan. It's a picture of the state. It says "Meth, we're on it." <laughs> nice. But I was then uh, uh, Tim uh, Ear's boyfriend was like, "Dude, they they posted that because people like talk about how dumb they are." But now everyone's talking about the meth problem in South Dakota. When's the last time you talked about South Dakota in any way other than that's one of the states? <laughs> like, has, do you know anyone that's ever gone to South Dakota? I don't even no. know if that's the Dakota where Mount Rushmore is. I don't know either. Why can't Where? you know what? Just Mount Rushmore's in Washington. Why can't it just be? Fuck? No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. Can, can, can you prove it? Yeah, it's next to the fucking White House somewhere. <laughs> I think he's right. We stole a lot from the Indians. <laughs> I don't think they like being called Indians. Yeah, whatever. Indigenous, indigenous Americans, indigenous people, indigenous. We just gave him a bunch of land after. Uh, uh, we're we like, just, we just, we're marketing South. Indians it's in now. South Dakota. Yeah. Why can't we just be Dakota, Carolina? One, one big thing. It's like, do you know? Do you have you ever met anyone from one of the Dakota? No. No. Do you ever want to visit? One thing the... I can tell you though is that of all the states that have uh, two names, is that you got to keep West Virginia. West Virginia. West Virginians are very. No. Good. No. Yeah. Well, what, Virginia to West Virginia is fucking weird. Did you see the one with <laughs> yeah. Kevin Hart, the movie where he's the wedding guy, 
And like, no, he, I know which one it was with Josh Gad as yeah, well. Like, yeah, I didn't yeah. see it. So he's like, who do you know from North Dakota? He's like, I don't know anybody from North Dakota. <laughs> and then like they're talking. He's like, actually, I have family in what part of North Dakota? He's like. The east part of North Dakota? South. South of North Dakota. Um, okay, let's see what else we got. Um, some video game things this week. So, um, Josh and I both beat that new Star Wars game that you definitely want to get, Manfro. Yeah. Uh, you, you definitely need it. It yeah. was it it's was good, dude. It's, it's a really lot good. of fun. Is it like a playthrough and then probably never pick it up again? I, I, I'm, I'm going to think they're going to release DLC at some point. I hope so. I hope so. Because it is a very expansive story. And I, I did a bunch of the side stuff, and I still only got like 80% on each planet. So there's a million things you can do okay. to sidetrack from the story. But once you beat it, you got to start it from the yeah, beginning. Yeah, I got stuck again. in that Lord of the Rings, like Shadows of Mordor or yeah, whatever. Yeah, it, I would it's better than Sh- Shadows of Mordor was decent. No, no, the, it, the, the newest one was pretty fucking it, cool. They, and it kept me kept me occupied. It's a similar for... kind of gameplay. Like okay. it uses that. It uses the Unreal Engine for yeah. their gameplay. The story was really good. The combat was awesome. Um I love the ending. The finale of it was great. It's not as repetitive as The Force Unleashed was and it's a lot longer. Okay. There's a lot more to do. I was hoping that that uh, that my boy Cal was gonna get some Night Sister box, but that never happened. Oh, she was a hot Night Sister, like yeah, bitch dude. looking like Darth Maul, and I want to Darth that puss. <laughs> like, it, um, so video games this week. Um, it looks like they're actually gonna remake Resident Evil Three, just like they did Resident Evil Two. Oh, Nemesis, Nemesis, yeah, uh, which I'm about. That might have been my favorite of them. Like two was the better game, but three was the first one. I, wasn't I remember. Smart enough for those games. So, want to know the first time I played it was sleeping over Adam Decina's house when he <laughs> oh, lived on the island section, and literally I slept there Friday. And Saturday night, he lived four houses down from yeah, me, yeah. and we didn't sleep for like two days, just playing the game, yeah. take turns. Um, I love that game. Yeah, him and, and Jake still play the Resident Evil. They Eagles still play the shit. old ones. Yeah, oh, yeah. No shit. No, they, they play the new ones together, like oh, with the Xbox. They're great. Yeah. I mean, well, certain ones are great. Some of them aren't, yeah. but they're also making a, a Resident Evil. It's gonna be like a World War Z, Left for Dead kind of style, where uh, they're just coming cool. at you, but they're not gonna be sprinting. It's gonna be like the slower hordes, which is fine too. I'm about it. Um, but the other thing is what Rockstar is working on right now. State um, of emergency. I would love. <laughs> That. I would love that because State of Emergency was. I'd love a State of Emergency. A Bully Two would be great. Yeah. So apparently, I don't know if GTA is just uh, being in development because everyone thought that was going to be the first game that comes out uh, from Rockstar on the next gen consoles. But apparently, they're working on a medieval game that's going to take place during medieval times. It's that's the first time sweet. Rockstar's doing non-gunplay. Really, it's going to be sword fighting and things like that. So there were, and apparently they were had this in development like 12 years ago, and they're like, we don't have the technology we want to make this game the way we want to so they were like let's wait and now it seems like it's a time they brought all these kinds of sweet that could be fucking awesome well Assassin's Creed is doing the Vikings now yeah I saw that and I I, from what I understand the last Assassin's Creed was pretty good I know because they had this this period where the games might have been fun but they were forgettable I guess is what happened repetitive and I heard the last one was fantastic so it's good if they kind of change the the whole idea because with Assassin's Creed there's so many things you can do because it's not stuck to one person to one I haven't played an Assassin's Creed game in the longest well, time. I, I haven't played this one with Spartans. England. I haven't played one since three. Wow. Yeah, I, I, I got bored. I was That's just, like it was, 10 fucking years. I know. You know what game I just started playing? Because I downloaded it on the PlayStation when it was free a few months ago. Um, Detroit Become Human. Did you play that? I uh, I saved it to my library so I could play it like at a time when I feel like okay. I have time. Did, How- you play, did you play Heavy Rain? 
Yes. It's from the same guy that did Heavy yeah, Rain. Yeah, yeah. So it's more like a telltale game kind of. It's not like super heavy on the gameplay, but it's like you're playing a movie. This game is fucking awesome. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Well, like, I really like the se- so he did a, another game too with um yeah, uh, Ellen uh, Page and, and uh, Willem Beyond Dafoe, Two and Willem Dafoe. Yeah. yeah. Beyond Two Souls. That was really good. Yeah. This is really cool. It's the idea of AI becoming self-aware, like a Terminator kind of storyline. 2038 okay. it takes place in. Um having a ton of fun with it cuz it's kind of cool that you don't need to be like full on paying attention. There's certain sequences where press X, press circle, triangle, that kind of thing. But again, all the decisions you make affect, affect the outcome of it. A lot of fun. I did download Outlast 2 as well, but that's a daytime game because Outlast is fucking horrifying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Outlast is fucking horrifying. Um, now, before we continue, since I forgot, Manfro, why don't you say hi to our friends at the Drunken Douche Podcast? Guess what, bros and broads? Fudge and Finn Shots for Like Podcast is bringing video into the mix. Not only can you continue to listen on iTunes, Google Play, Music, Spotify, TuneIn, <laughs> iHeartRadio, and Stitcher, you will now be able to watch them stream their episodes every Saturday night after 11 p.m. Eastern. Your favorite brews-consuming podcast will be discussing sports, video games, and embarrassing drunken stories, streaming on Twitch, YouTube, and Mixer. Visit the links below to watch and enjoy the assholery. Twitch.tv slash Shots for Likes podcast. Mixer.com slash Shots for Likes. Visit Shots for Likes podcast.com and click on the YouTube icon up on top to watch on YouTube. Drink with us, and as always, don't be cunts. Don't be cunts. You fucked it up. Yeah, whatever. You fucked it up, dude. Fuck them. I'm just kidding. (laughs) You like them. I know. I want to be on their podcast, too. You would fit in very, very... I want 75 bucks, though. (laughs) 75 bucks? Yeah, I'm starting. That's my starting wage. I, I don't pay you. I pay you in sex. Yeah, well, sexual favors. I got to get the name out there somehow. Um, so let's see what else I got this week. Um, so they're making a My- Michael Jackson biopic. <laughs> Little boys assholes. Yeah, how do you make that movie without being like, hey, here at a minimum, here's this computer filled with uh, children's buttholes, <laughs> like <laughs> off the butthole, like, and it's being made from the same people. <laughs> oh, dude, <laughs> what noise is that? Little boy butthole slapping. <laughs> so Spanking it's from the same cheeks. producer that did Bohemian Rhapsody. I do think it. I I think it's a good subject for a movie, but you can't shy away from all that. Like, and how are you going to cast it? Are you going to get a black person and then make him white throughout the movie, or are you going to get a white person, put him in blackface, and then have him become? Oh, that'd be great. Like, Robert Downey Jr. Did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a pedo disguised as a pedo playing another. Yeah, pedo. he should play. The, he play the dad. <laughs> oh, Joe Jackson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It'd be <laughs> this, great for this that. This is bad. Real bad Michael Jackson. Now I'm mad. Real mad Joe Jackson. Um, yeah, I, like you can't make that without going into that because that yeah. was the he had two careers. He used to right? fuck his monkey too, right? Bubbles. I don't know about that. I hope he was a fucking blanket. Yeah, oh. <laughs> um, but he really had three careers when you think about it. Jackson Five, Black Michael, Pedo Michael. Right? Yeah. Like, that was, like, really... It don't matter if you're black or white. I actually like that song, and I liked it with Macaulay Culkin in the music video, and Norm from Cheers is his father. Uh, oh. I, what? Yeah, he was the father, and it's screaming at him to turn off the music. Oh, he was white? Michael Jackson was white during No, no, life. no, Norm. No, what? Norm's black? No, he's white. What so he's about? playing Michael Jackson's dad. No, he's playing Macaulay Culkin's dad in the black and white music video. <laughs> oh when was the last time you watched that music video? Uh, nah, probably when I lived in Brooklyn. Okay, so is, it, is that the one when he's in like Egypt or something? Yeah, and he's, he's like, like dancing. Yeah, in the face blowing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that video. That's his best song, I think. You, I, I, for me, it's always gonna be Billie Jean because that 
baseline is so good. Like that's one of the great wedding songs. You gotta but go I know, a little rogue though. I know pe- you gotta go a little it's rogue. Like, it's on like, it. it's like any song but um, the one with Paul McCartney from Thriller is what I'm about. The doggone girl is mine. <laughs> because is like when you, there's tremendous. a famous band, you have to always go with something a little. I don't rogue. think you have to necessarily. Yeah. You don't have to. I like, mean, it's if you're a hardcore fan. Like if I, you know, I say I'm a hardcore Tool fan. And I say my favorite song is Schism. I'm an asshole because that's their biggest hit. Yeah, but his best work was in a Perfect Circle. I do love a Perfect Circle. They're a <laughs> West Melford founded band. Yeah. Did you know that? I think so. Something like uh, that. The guitarist Alex Jones, a West Melford High School graduate. If you go to his Wikipedia page, he's got a he's got a Sick podcast, right? Conspiracy? Th- that's Infowars. <laughs> um, if you go to um, the Wikipedia page for Alex Jones, it says uh, his uh, whatever teacher, Mr. Porcello, inspired oh, him. Boots. 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 <laughs> boots. It's actually funny because my brother Rob was tight with uh, Alex Jones in high okay. school. My brother still has his guitar amp from high school. Like, He's this like, thing. This is Alex it's like Jones. an old. Fr- he told me that, like, I, I was like my second year playing guitar. He's like, you know, it's uh, uh, Alex from Perfect Circles. I'm like, <laughs> started fapping on it. I do love a Perfect Circle. No, they're definitely tight. Um, I would love to see them live because uh, they play smaller venues. Well, so like, w- has a perfect circle been out since the they last... had a new album come out like a year and a half ago? Oh, okay. A perfect so, circle. So yeah, they released more. They released more music since uh, before Tool's most recent album. They released two albums in that time, and Maynard's other band, Pucifer, has like four. Yeah. And um, he he's a, an interesting guy. Um, but so who would you cast? You would cast Robert Downey Jr. to play Joe Jackson. Who would you cast to play Michael Jackson? Ooh, that's a tough one. And again, how are you? I think they have to do a black guy that they make white because that is definitely more like you can make the movie white chicks. You can't make the movie black chicks. Yeah, well, I mean, you got to go young, though. I don't know a lot of. Yeah, like, I, well, I mean, you're going to have to use multiple actors because if you're doing the Jackson 5 era. I'd probably as well. use the little kid from um, Role Models. With Stifler John, and Paul Rudd. Uh, Ronnie? Yeah. Fuck you, Ronnie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a, that's not a bad one. Um, Josh, who would you want to play Michael? Is the uh, Jaleel White. Jaleel White? Yeah, sounds, <laughs> I, I know him. What's tell, he from? Good, please tell him. Elaborate on Jaleel, Jaleel White. White. He played uh, Urkel. Urkel in Family Matters. <laughs> the last thing I saw him in was Big Fat Liar. Wait, wait, wait. What was, or was Urkel's alter ego? Oh, oh God! Shit. Like I remember Family Matters. <laughs> oh, he was like, he turned really fucking cool, and he's like, "Yo, I can talk regular now. I ain't fucking Urkel no more." <laughs> he's like, "What's up, baby? Drop them panties, bitch." So, did you guys see um, the cameo from Mark McGrath that was making the rounds on, on social yes. media yesterday? Sugar so, Ray, yeah, Sugar Ray, Mark yeah, McGrath. Yeah, he was on Jason Ellis. So I thought of a, a good cameo idea that I want to run by you off air. Okay, yeah. good idea. Um, okay, so you know cameo, right? Where you could pay celebrities to send a video. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. My friend so, did that for, with Ice T. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, so, Vince from Lobo wants to know if his Scottish Not right now. Can... Uh, we have a million things to get to. Okay. So I'll, t- I'll text him after. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> cameo. Mark McGrath, this was all over Twitter and Facebook yesterday. Some girl <laughs> paid Mark McGrath on cameo to dump her boyfriend. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and he's like, hey, man, I know you're writing your thesis right now. Really a bad time to be getting dumped, but you're doing well. You're writing a thesis. Like, but imagine you get dumped by Sugar Ray. That would be like a low point in what's, my life. What's your favorite Sugar Ray song? Every morning there's a halo hanging from the so corner. You just, no, 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 no. Abra, Abra, Cadabra, the remake. I don't even know the remake. Yeah, of it. They, he made a remake when he was in Sugar Ray, and it's like the Abra Cadabra song. But it's fucking fire. Play it. Play a little bit of that. Can Josh. you play Sugar Ray's Abracadabra, please? Yeah. I just I now that he mentioned it, 
I have to hear it. <laughs> um, not that I was ever a Sugar Ray fan. I had the album 1459 because I was the asshole that took my dad's credit card I, I, and I signed up for Columbia Music House yeah, where I got yeah. the, the 10 I got CDs it at the for Warwick 99. CD store. Remember Warwick had a CD store? I do. Well, we had one United Video. Oh my! Oh yeah! I didn't know Sugar Ray was making new music. They are. <laughs> what? what is this from? This is from uh, um, whatever album that one. That was on. This was on fourteen fifty nine. The one with Fly yeah. on it. Yeah. It shows what I remember. Oh my God! Got me spinning round. All right, singing with Mark. Come on. Around we go. Where it stops, nobody knows. Every time you know my name, heat up like a burning flame. Burning flame, full of desire. Kiss me, baby, let the fire burn higher. Alright, turn it off now. I don't need more. Yeah, so um, if if Sam was going to dump you, what celebrity would you obscure Ooh. celebrity from oh, that would you want it to be? <laughs> Andy Dick. <laughs> <laughs> you love Andy Dick. Yeah, Andy Dick. Like, hey, uh, all right. So I'm like when uh, like a, an actor or a musician or something. Sometimes it's more interesting when they hit rock bottom, and he was on the Jason Ellis show yeah. when he was just He's about... He's rock bottom a lot, to yeah. be fair. But uh, he was friends with Jason Ellis, and yeah. Jason was like, listen, you, you're my friend now. You can come on the show, you can vent, you can tell us how your life's going. And, he, and like, every time he was on the show, I was, like, so engaged. Because, like... He is a very funny And that guy's dude. been knocked out more than, like, did you, anybody Did you listen ever. to Artie Lang on Joe Rogan's yes, podcast? Yes, When he told the story Holy about shit. Chris Farley in the bathroom with, Chris, um, with Andy Dick, yeah. and Norm MacDonald comes up, and he's like, oh, where'd Chris go? I told you to keep an eye on him. He went in the bathroom with Andy Dick. And Norm goes, <laughs> that means he can only be doing one or two things. Uh, getting high or the other. Hope he's getting high. <laughs> And I just pictured Norm saying that, and it'll fucking oh, yeah. kill me. Um, another thing... Did you watch uh, the roast of uh, Alex... Uh, Alec Baldwin? Yeah. yeah the, so, the funniest one was Nikki Glazer. Nikki Glazer, the yeah. blonde chick that yep. looks like a hot Ann Coulter, she fucking killed. Yeah. And I, I, li- I watched her newest stand-up special, and then she was on uh, Joe Rogan's uh, later that week, and she uh, she was apparently... Because I, I, I had a lot of respect for Caitlyn Jenner going up there and taking those jokes, yeah. but there's apparently one joke that she was going to tell where she was like... I will walk off if she says that joke. And it was about when Caitlyn Jenner killed a woman driving. Uh, <laughs> and Because Nikki Glazer is fucking ruthless. That's where you cross the line. Yeah, that's where you cross the line. But she she went up there and she took every tranny joke like a fucking champ. Yeah, when she did her speech, though, at the end, when she oh, went she, got Oh, up, when she, she got all, like, her, yeah, her power like, moment. Shut the fuck like, dude, up. you just being up there taking the jokes and laughing about it is enough of a power move. Yeah, don't fucking talk too much. Like, yeah. shut the f- you quit while it, you're ahead overall, kind of thing. it was a pretty funny roast. There were some people that were less fun. Like, the people that aren't comedians are always the one. The one that was funny that shocked me was Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin yeah, was yeah, funny yeah, as yeah. shit. Yep. But he has like a natural comedic timing. Like De Niro going, that's not De Niro's thing. De Niro's yeah. an actor. That's what he does. He goes up there and he plays scumbags and assholes. He's not a funny guy. No. He can be funny. Funny but, how? Yeah, fun, fun, funny like a clown. No, wait, one, real quick, but uh, you brought up the Irishman before. Yeah. I was on the subway today and it says Pesci is a revelation. A revelation? A revelation. Yeah. And it was just like the funniest thing because it's Joe Pesci's face and it's 
like Pesci is a rebel. You should have taken a picture of it. I should have, but I was I was like, yeah, was it funny just because of the comment or because like we know Joe Pesci? Just because you know Pesci and like, can you bring up some of his old music? Joe Pesci's band. Yeah. What about James Dolan's band? I should have known <laughs> the Harvey Weinstein song. Oh God. That Harvey Weinstein song is one of my favorite things ever. You Which, never. What? Okay, sorry, Josh. Put on James Dolan's band. I should have known. He was friends with Harvey Weinstein, and then he decided to write a self-serving song about how he should have known what was going on, and they played it on. Um, he should have known what's going on with his fucking sports team. <laughs> Fucking cocksucker. So he, um, they played it on uh, CMB, yeah. and uh, Maggie, to her respect, fucking ripped into him. She got banned from, from the Garden. Yeah. Oh, okay, because I was wondering why. Yeah, and she I think she's good. Yeah, she's no, good. She's Usually, bad. to be Bart has me dying. Sometimes. Bart, I hope they're gonna lose him. He's going to ESPN. He's taking Stephen A. Smith's spot. This Thank is, God. This is about Harvey Weinstein, and it's just like—is this Titanic? <laughs> Do you want to hear Celine? Yeah. I'm Kananda I hate Celine Dion. Who likes her? Canadians. <laughs> is this James Dolan singing? This is his band, JD and the Straight He's Shot. He's not singing though. Huh? He's not singing. No, he though. plays out live, dude. Frank Isola. He sings? Yeah. He, dude, he set his band up. Is that once. how he made his money? They played in. No. <laughs> he, he is in a band because he has money. Yeah, okay. Dude, one time when the Eagles were playing at the Garden, JD and the Straight Shot opened for them. Ooh. <laughs> Alright, that's enough of that. <laughs> yeah. How, like, what do you think you're doing by saying, like, ladies, I'm sorry this guy raped you forever and that he was my friend. I should have known better. Sorry, I'm going to make a song about my you. My bae. That'd yeah. be better if it was called My Bae and he came in like, <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Now, do you, so you're a Rangers and Knicks fan. Yeah, unfortunately. And do you, obviously being a Rangers fan is easier than being a Knicks fan. Yeah, not much. Because he no. doesn't meddle as much with the Rangers. No, no. No, he doesn't really get he involved that to like, He thinks yeah. he knows basketball. Yeah. And I remember last year when you were like, wait till the Nets get Kyrie and Durant. And who'd you get? <laughs> Julius Randle. <laughs> and how's yeah, he oh doing? Oh, my God. Uh, no, I never wanted him. I, I know, I, you didn't want Julius Randle. No. I didn't hear you going nuts for him. Even when they signed him, I was expecting you to be like, he's great. I'm like, dude, no, he's okay. Well, people are telling me, oh, yeah, this guy's like a, a you know twenty rebound game guy. No, he's and he's not, like, dude. Like, he was like, you know who he trash. is? Do you remember when the, the Nets before they went to Brooklyn and they, he's Eddie Curry skinny? No, I was gonna. You know who I compared him to? The Nets, their last year at Izod, or first year, last year at Izod, first year at Prudential before they went to Brooklyn, or their only year at Prudential. And he, this guy, was a double doubles machine. Chris Humphreys. He was putting up a double-double yep, yep, every yep. night. Was he, the one, the, he was the one that was supposed to date Kim Kardashian. He married her for six days. Oh, yeah, they yeah, They had yeah, a whole yeah, fucking yeah. show about it. was about supposed it. to be Dino Gallinari. Correct. Okay. So they, so you think this kid's good. He's putting up a double-double every night. And then they put a decent team around him. And he wasn't anything. Because no. when you're on a bad team, and the Lakers have been bad for Julius Randle's entire stay there, you clean up the fucking mess. You yeah. clean up the scraps. And it's, I think he played for the Pelicans last year. Did he play for the... Oh, yeah. was he... What tra- maybe he did. I maybe don't remember. Maybe the deadline or something, but like... He He's just—he's an okay on a on a decent team. He's okay. He could be a good guy off the bench for like one of these. Like if elite you put teams. him on the Nets now, he'll be a good guy off the bench. Yeah, yeah. Although nothing's Josh, are you at all surprised that the Nets have played better without Kyrie Irving? No, no. And it's exactly <laughs> what I thought was going to happen—that he's going to come in and when you watch him play, he's a fucking spark. Like he can make some insane shots, insane ball ball handling skills. But he just wants the ball in his hand every time. He's not as bad as James Harden is, but. 
I think when if when Durant comes back, it'll alleviate because he won't think he has to do everything. But when the games that Kyrie played, they had like a bottom five defense, and the games he's missed, they are of a top five defense. <laughs> it's not a coincidence. No. And you're letting uh, Dimwitty's awesome. He's a really good player. Jared Allen's a really good player. But my biggest issue with Kyrie was like I've seen this guy enough. He's a good player, yeah, but yeah, yeah. he's not this guy that is a selfless point guard. And I I want my point guard to be selfless. I wanted them to keep D'Angelo Russell. So D'Angelo Russell was awesome last year. He was very. He good. was great. And look at the Lakers right now. Yep. And uh, not the Warriors, obviously, the worst record in the league. Mm-hmm. I think uh, that one team has a worse record, but they have the worst record in the West, the Warriors. Which, how crazy is that? That is to see, awesome. It was gonna happen. It's just I mean, so wide open but to in the have NBA the fallout now. From you know how many straight finals? Four, four straight five. finals, five straight for the Warriors, and they won what? Three, mm-hmm. three. And now the worst record in the league. I mean, yes, they lost Steph Curry. Clay Thompson's not back yet, but that kind of fall off is fucking insane. Absurd. And like you're D'Angelo Russell, you're like, oh fuck yeah, I'm going to yeah, I'm going, I'm, I'm going to Golden State. I'm We're going, going to win this the team that's been dominating the yeah. NBA, and now it, it's on him. And it could be, you know, obviously I do think that what's his name is a great coach. Steve Kerr is a great coach. You don't go to five straight finals being a fucking fluke. That just doesn't <laughs> happen. But he also had the greatest shooter in NBA history in Steph Curry. Yep. Then he got Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, who is as good a player in this league that doesn't get the credit because of who he plays around. Yep. Got Draymond, who's a really good player. You had Igadawa, who's one of the best defenders in the league. And then you lose him. What do you think is going to happen? I don't mm-hmm. care if it's fucking prime Phil Jackson out there. It's <laughs> not going to work. No. Um, Josh, so do you want to try this music video idea? I do. Okay. Do, um, do you want to set up your camera because you're yep. going to put it on the green screen? Yep. I know what song it has to be and what video. I know. Um, wait. No, you don't. I didn't oh. tell you. Oh, I thought we were going to do the one that I suggested. Oh, we can do that one. Please, please. I, have, I, I wanted that specifically I, because Which one was it again? Here. I don't remember. Okay, do it, do it. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Okay. So he's going to turn his screen to us. We're going to do like a Beavis and Butthead. We're going to watch a music video, and we're going to commentate on it. Oh, you can't sing. You, you can't com- sing. You got to okay. commentate. You could dance. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'll be Beavis, I guess? I, don't, I, I couldn't know. Huh? No. Your Butthead? <laughs> I just like, I'll get the voices all confused and shit. <laughs> well, I mean, Butthead's a... <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't believe when we a couple weeks ago we were hanging out at Bob and Quaz's and they fucking never saw Beavis and Butthead do America. Oh my god. I'm like, what the fuck is this about? How have you not seen Beavis and Butthead do America? My my like this is one thing that I don't like uh, that Mike Judge did was King of the Hill. I I love I love King of the Hill. I cannot watch King of the Hill. I I get that. It's not Sam loves King of the Hill. Hill. So every morning she's her her routine is to put on King of the Hill. So when I wasn't working, I'd be up in the morning sometimes. Oh, good idea with the iPad. Are you going to put it right here? Yeah. I was like, bro, you can't fucking put on King of the Hill. King of the Hill, uh, I, I love... It's not Beavis and Butthead, but I, you know, he's also done Office Space. Yeah, that's extract is incredibly underrated. Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. Dude, uh, the, that's great. And then uh, uh, when they're fucking breaking the fucking copy machine, die motherfucker, die motherfucker, kill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Oh wait, I was like, wait, we're not watching JD in the straight shot, are we? No, 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 no. Oh, you're gonna airplay it or to yep. your to your screen? Let's see, Creed, my sacrifice. We're gonna watch this. I do have one more, too, that we could do, and it's seasonal. Okay, so let me just tell you about my uh, crazy uh, rabbit hole today. Okay. So you know that one song by the Crash Test Dummies? It's like... "Mm -hmm." Yeah, yeah. So I was listening to that. Okay. And I was like, his voice has like... 
uh, like uh, that '90s fucking yeah, that, that so, marbles in your mouth. So I voice. wanted to listen to um, "Pain by the Riverside" by okay. Live. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, that song's great. And then I was like, well, th- now this is reminding me of Tantric, the breakdown. <laughs> And then I went to Tantric. That's a rabbit hole, dude. To Trapped. If you're on your... To right? Trapped. Alien to Ant Farm. Hoobastank. And then I was like, all right, I'm home. I got to stop. But okay. that was a fucking rabbit hole. That's, I, a, that's like a deep scroll. That was a I'd deep fucking scroll. All right, let's do this. Creed, my sacrifice. I don't know if... All right, so guy looks depressed. Looks like he's a janitor. <laughs> oh, it's Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so this guy's homeless, but he has stuff to feed the birds. He looks like me when I grow my beard out. <laughs> that, in a few years, that does. He's blind. How does he know where the birds are? No, one eye's good. Is no. one eye's good? No, no that no. guy's he's got milky eyes. Okay. It's so Turn fucking it down hard just a little bit of volume. It's so fucking hard not to sing. I mean, you can hum. <laughs> like, look, they're playing their instruments underwater. Yeah, okay, this is unrealistic. No, but he's, he's jerking in a off boat. underwater. He, okay, th- why do they have to play their instruments, but this jerk-off doesn't need a microphone? He's a modern-day Jim Morrison. <laughs> How bad did he want to be Eddie Vedder at this time? Oh, my God. He tried so hard. That guy's eating guy, a sandwich? He's eating a sandwich. Well, no, he's delivering the mail. Oh, he's eating a sandwich. Do you need, like, if, if my whoa, house whoa, is... Whoa, whoa, Hot chick, hot yeah. chick. How's your tits? And notice he's not looking at her because he's a Christian and oh, he's yeah. celibate. Dude, it doesn't make any sense. Like, so they're in this natural disaster and you got this chick swimming in a is that Megan, is Better that yet, Megan, what's, uh, what, what's his sacrifice in this situation? I'm going to sacrifice leg room look, to look, not look mermaids, mermaids. No, that's Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> that's clearly. No, those are those green guys from Okay, Marvel. you got some white trash here and he's just looking at him. This guy's Sean Penn when he went down to Hurricane no, Katrina the, with a, no, with a no, fucking no. robo. That's the guy from 8 Mile that was dating Rabbit's mom. <laughs> <laughs> A really good actor. <laughs> okay, now they're having fun. This dog he doesn't even save. And this dog just escaped Michael Vick's house. <laughs> yeah. No, Hurricane Sandy. I love how when he sings it, they slow him down, too. And he has to get, like, all seductive. Look, Oh, skinheads. Sacrifice. He's sacrificed. No, oh, those are monks. monks. That's, oh. that's actually John C. Riley in Anger Management. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and also, the drum, the bass drum wouldn't uh, give sound out from underwater. Okay, that's the most realistic thing here. It's a flood. <laughs> this guy's like, motherfucker, I got some good fish. I I want to see his tattoos Where's the tiger? Again. I want we to know see cats his... don't like water. He's got some crazy tattoos. How? What? Describe. Okay, this guy's pitching to who? He's giving a loser sign while he's pitching. Scott steps the catcher. Oh, look at this Ty Cobb it's here. Pete Alonso, yeah. little boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's a fucking line drive. That's Brett that Gardner. Kid, that kid would probably be thir- like like a 35 year old veteran by now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So usually music videos are supposed to convey. He, he is careless. He's in a boat, and all these people are just going about Scream. their lives with soggy feet. And Scream He's, 2 soundtrack. That's a good song off that soundtrack. What if? What if? What if? Okay, now he fa- How did he fall out of the boat? There's a pl- Oh, he's pulling himself out of the boat. He's. What did he sacrifice? I want to know what his sacrifice no, is. No, he, he's, he's wearing two watches. He's wearing two watches. It's symbolic because all the shit that passed him is like all the shit that he's not going to do. He's going to oh. sacrifice all that shit. Oh, so that's going to sacrifice fishing. Sense. He's going to sacrifice bitches. He's going to sacrifice baseball? little boys playing baseball. <laughs> the little oh, boys. oh, that's the tough or, one. Or the baseball. That's the Which tough one? one. The little boys or the baseball. Both. So are you implying that Scott Stapp's a pedophile? Yeah, he's like, oh, it's so hard not to fuck those little boys <laughs> over there. <laughs> my, my own pedo. <laughs> See, right. it is symbolic, though, so maybe he does Okay, like where are books. the mechanical planes coming from? And he's like, if they're in New York City, so I hope they're not near the Trade Center. To deny his fucking drummer, too. Okay, now they're in the school bus. There's no flood Cheapers, anymore. Creepers, too. <laughs> That guy comes out in the back and just and he, He's on the back of the bus because he's the kid, the guy in the band with Down Syndrome. Rosa Parks. Now he's playing an electric guitar with yeah. no amplifier. Yeah, exactly. And why are there candles both on the outside and inside of the bus? Do oh, this reminds both? me of that hockey team that fucking crashed. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's a candle for every one of the kids that died on that fucking bus. <laughs> How many kids was it? I think it was like 32 or some shit. All right, th- here's one of them. Yeah. <laughs> All right, car accident, Princess Diana. Um, this is the restaurant, the diner from Back to the Future. This is Avenged Sevenfold. Do you like Avenged Sevenfold? Oh, yeah. What about uh, um, Five Finger Death Punch? Ugh. Would you rather listen to Creed or Five Finger Death Punch? Creed all day, every day, for the rest <laughs> of my life. I, I would rather... So this kid Richie is, went to a fucking Five Finger I Death know, Punch. I know, I saw. A fucking loser. So this kid is hiding from the tornado, and his mom is sacrificing himself like Pop Kent in Man of Steel. When he walks into the tornado, a, a crippled guy's wheelchair just flew away. See, he, he moved out of California, and then he's sacrificing all the fucking tornadoes and shit that happened in the Midwest <laughs> where he's fucking from. Okay, music videos in the 90s... Oh, like, he's got his little boy. Post, the post, that, oh, he's the blind old man. He, his sacrifice was his vision to live. Look, he turned into it looked like Robin Williams in Jumanji. <laughs> now he looks like uh, the king in uh, Two Towers that is possessed. <laughs> All right, I, okay, the next video I need, it's just called It's Thanksgiving because it is Thanksgiving, guys. And we're going to watch this because this is from the um, Rebecca the Black Mold. Of oh, music you, videos. You, you pay for it? Like your parents Yeah, pay your parents, for it. you got some wealthy f- fucking parents, and you're just a little brat kid. Nicole Westbrook, it's Thanksgiving official video to celebrate, to show all of our listeners so that we are thankful for if you. She's legal now. Can I call her hot when she's little here? <laughs> okay. I actually had this discussion the other night. Was Chloe Mortez hot and kick ass? She's not hot now. Or did you? <laughs> did she look like she might be hot? No. I think people... That was a big conversation when it came out. That's why dudes liked it, too. This girl's way overweight now. <laughs> I could just tell by she's, looking yeah, at her. Yeah, she's counting down the days till she gets to eat. She's been eating her feelings since the first time she sucked a dick and the guy didn't text her back. Her dad's like, I just paid $500,000 for you to get your own music video. You don't Dude, fucking listen these, eat. Listen to these lyrics. It's great. <laughs> Isn't this fucking awesome? And it's the same guy that Rebecca Black does all these music videos. She's got some dead-ass eyes. Yeah, dude. Yeah, she's got repressed memories. (laughs) Okay, New Year's. She blew the kid in the back, for sure. Why is that so hot? (laughs) Oh, man. She's celebrating America, but you know what she loves, guys? This came out ten years ago. Uh, Like six. So we're pushing She's it. like 13 here, I'd say. Yeah, so they're, they're 20. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't here. They're 20 All overweight. Right, she, at least she's helping. She, no, oh, she knows yeah. her role as a woman to cook. She's not doing a good job of it, I'll tell you that. But look at that turkey. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, that's good. My germs. <laughs> what are you going to do with this turkey? Yeah, all the penises and jannies. <laughs> cook them right in there. So I wouldn't want a child cooking my Thanksgiving meal, would you? So it's a clear the last day of school tomorrow for most kids, right before Thanksgiving. What do you think she's actually thankful for? That she had dumb enough parents to think that they could produce a music video? I want to go on birth control, mom! <laughs> do you think she asked for that right after this guy? <laughs> this is what we call getting stained. <laughs> is this like Timbaland? He's the guy that does like Rebecca Black and everything. He does. He's done a bunch of these for girls. He did, there's one about Chinese food. But like, okay, he's so out of place at these parties. I'm not going to say why, but... I guarantee you he showed up and they're like, take what you want. Oh, God. <laughs> she also is not dancing. She's doing the thing that fat girls do in pictures when they don't want to look fat. Her when ears kind of look familiar. On <laughs> like, hold on. You, you get it. Okay, so who wants cranberry sauce? Does anyone actually like it? Nah. Josh, do you like cranberry sauce? No. What did we touch on it? Well, be better the, the day a- he made the black guy show up as a fucking turkey. And then he gets to rap. Or she raps. <laughs> yeah. I know. I heard that through the headphones, too. 
At least she could spit. She's better than Mac Miller. And <laughs> she's <Okay>. alive. <laughs> no one cared about Mac Miller until he died. Where the, fuck, where, where the fuck was everybody when he was playing at the fucking bar? At the where fuck? were you? I, I didn't like him. <laughs> I don't pretend to like these Are people you... when they're dead. I don't pretend to so, like David Bowie after he fucking dies. Like, well, everyone like, actually likes David Bowie. Fuck David Bowie. That's not nice. Fuck Led Zeppelin Look, she's too. singing into a fucking drumstick. Like, who thought this would be a, a popular idea? But what's going to be interesting... I think the only person on the internet that watches this is you. No. Dude, look how many views this has. Josh, back out. I think we're done. Um, I think we've been done for This shit fun. has... Look how many views it fucking has. Uh, 17 million views on YouTube. That's and it? only 10 million are from me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's it. This um, is the special Josh, iPad. I like this segment. I think we could build upon it. I, I got some so. good music video ideas. And maybe we'll ask for some from people. Uh, how oh, far I, into it are we, Josh? I got a fucking couple good ones. Uh, hold on. One second, let me disconnect from the iPad. All right, let's see. We are at one hour and 13 minutes. Okay, um, okay, I had one last thing before we get into football for the week. I was thinking about this today because something popped up. It was like one of those dumb clickbait articles. It's like from the athlete, but I want to talk about it from the <laughs> no, it was uh, about a, like a classic snack food. And I wanted to ask you guys, what is what are the snacks from your childhood? 3D Doritos. I was going to say, this, Josh, you'll be good for this one. The snacks from your childhood <laughs> that you wish you still could get anywhere. And I agree wholeheartedly about 3D Doritos. Fuck I you. love Doritos. But 3D Dorito, Dor- Doritos, Doritos. Doritos were awesome. It was... It, it took away like the overly cheesiness of some Doritos. They yep. get stuck to your finger. You get the little air pocket of cheese taste when you took a bite <laughs> out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Another one. Dunkaroos. Dunkaroos Hell yes. I always want to. I feel like I had those recently, though. You can't buy no. them anywhere. Only on Amazon for like $30 a box. Oh, I bought Rice Krispie Treat cereal when it wasn't out. No, it's out again now. You can I buy know, it now. I know, I know, but I, I bought it on Amazon for like fucking it's so 20 good. bucks. It's I, but so see, good. the difference is, like, they do have Rice Krispie Treat cereal now, but yeah. it's not the same because no. it used to be like giant chunks. <laughs> yeah. Like, you might as well just bought a box of Rice Krispie Treats and just be like, all right, milk. Yeah. Like, now it's like, they're so good, but it's as much Rice Krispie It's like cocaine as, without the chunks. <laughs> is that good? <laughs> um, I, one of my favorites Depends. is um, Waffle Crisp cereal. Yes. I would love to have that back. Waffle Crisp, um, definitely. Ecto, Ecto Cooler, they bring back every so often. Yep, yep. Here's a good one. Remember the ice cream truck from when we were kids, obviously? Yeah, yeah, uh, the WWE ice cream those bar. Those were so good. It, it they sell just, those at the garden? Like, well, who wants a fucking ice just, cream? It was cookie, vanilla ice cream, and the chocolate coating, and it had a terrible graphic of a wrestler on it, and it came with like a trading card stand-up. People have been asking for those for a couple years now, ever since CM Punk brought it up. Dude, they're great. They're yeah. great. Did you, CM Punk. Did, I, got, I saw. Seth, I, I didn't. Watch, I haven't watched any wrestling, but I saw that Seth Rollins got some heat for last night. Vince is furious at him because he mentioned the match with CM Punk on Raw, and Vince is fucking pissed because he's like, "It's not happening." Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to happen now. So, I really don't. I think that uh, it's going to depend on his trying, comments. Are they trying his to comments? They trying um, to turn Seth Rollins heel before this because they well, have the uh, Kevin what Owens. What I understand, what I understand it's a full fledged heel turn. Everything I've read is that this is the, the heel turn, and he's going to align with the AOP helped him last okay. night. Um, so, what were you going to say, Josh? Um, I, th- I think that the interesting thing to note about it is that Vince isn't mad that he called out Punk. It's that Vince is mad that he gave the idea the match of a match that, that won't might happen. not happen. Yeah. And I think a lot of it's going to depend on what CM Punk's comments continue to be on the Fox show. Because if he just buries them Mm -hmm. every time he's on, there's no way that's going to help. Because Vince will see that. And it's true. He's a Fox employee, not a WWE. Mm -hmm. Um, But he hasn't buried them. He hasn't really done or said anything to bury them. Well, he said that whole thing about the uh, the Roman Reigns dog costume thing coming out. Oh, it's garbage. Like, things like that. Vince doesn't want to hear that. He loves that shit. He likes anything that's mocking or 
wrestler because Vince Vince loves inf- insulting the fans. He hates his fan base. Yeah. Like he absolutely hates them. He's been fucking I mean, hating us for for like, a couple months now. A few years, dude. Yeah. Like think about it. Of fifty-two raws in the year, what ten were passable? Three were great. Like we, I would literally got to the point where I was just raws on my tablet and I'm playing Madden. Yeah. And now I'm not even putting on Raw. I don't care. No, you're not and, missing much. I'll tell you that. And I have a AEW DVR. I watched the first episode. Um, I did go back and watch the pay per view, the most recent one. It was great. I was happy to watch that. But the. It's just I don't care about anything, and it's a shame because the talent that WWE has athletically is next level. Another thing, I did go I actually logged into my WWE network for the first time in months the other day to watch the Undertaker Stone Cold Broken Skull session on WWE Network. Oh yeah, 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 dude, that was great. It was awesome. yeah. To actually hear Undertaker tell some stories, and he's not in character. Which dude, it's funny. Like I always just assumed that his voice was that deep, and he's just he's a good old he's, boy. Yeah, he's just a good old boy. He's like a good old redneck, and like they're doing shots of whiskey throughout mm-hmm. and everything. And to tell some stories about you know when uh, the WCW stuff was happening and how where he thought he was going to debut, and he thought he was going to come in as the Eggman because <laughs> that was right around. He debuted at the same time Gobbledygooker happened, and he saw a giant egg. He's like, I thought I was going to shave my head, my eyebrows, and I was just going to be the Eggman because that's when they were doing the repo man yeah, and yeah. shit like bastion booger oh yeah and shit like that but no you're that's your favorite wrestler ever the undertaker yeah, yeah, right yeah, for sure. you'll like it because it's just really cool and he talks very openly about the streak ending and he doesn't remember any of the match he says he has like no memory for like four days after that match yeah. he doesn't know where he got concussed uh they talk about the debacle in saudi arabia with goldberg oh yeah um there's some really cool stuff in there and stone cold's a great interview i like the uh the guy who's in the nxt like when they show him face to face with the uh, uh, Goldberg, the guy oh, who's talking Matt shit. Riddle, Matt yeah, Riddle, Matt Riddle. That love. was awesome. He's like, hey. So, yeah, you know so I heard your funny, comments. So what's funny about Matt Riddle is, so Matt, you know, he used to be in the UFC. He yeah, was on yeah, the yeah. Ultimate Fighter. I was talking to Matt Riddle on an MMA forum back in our senior year of high school. Like, I'd go in the library in school. Like, this, like it was when MMA was just starting to, like, break through. And there were no real hardcore fans. I was, like, one of the first of our friends that was, like, religious about it. Like, me yeah, and yeah, you. Yeah. We were, like, a few of the, uh, the few people that were. So you had to, like, connect with these people to get news and rumors. And Matt Riddle was one of the guys posting with us regularly. Oh, yeah. And he was posting, like, daily. He's like, oh, I'm getting a tryout with the Ultimate Fighter. And then we didn't hear from him at all. And then we see him on the Ultimate. The cast announcements come out, like Share Dog and MMA Junkie. And he landed that crazy knockout to get in the house. Um, And he had a pretty decent UFC career, but he kept popping for weed. And he's turned, like, the way he's advanced as a wrestler so quickly. But I did did watch a little bit of NXT um, on Saturday night. That Keith Lee is fucking awesome. Keith Lee is fucking awesome. Yeah, it's like what what I see about the AEW is, like... I, I, I feel like... It's an appreciation for what the fans want. Yeah, well, the WWE is like... They, they pin these guys against each other, and it's the same fucking so match. How many times are you going to see... Over Drew McIntyre, over over. Ricochet. Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns. It's just... And oh, it's so it's also It's force-feeding the same product over and over again, and it's not fair to guys. These guys don't change their movesets at all. It, well, because they it's fully... Cor- pretty much choreographed matches. All right, hit this spot, hit this spot. That's why when you get a great match, it, you know it was made up on the fly. Yeah. And the consistent guys, there's only a few that can do that. Like, AJ Styles... Can do that because he can do work with anyone. Yeah. Um. Seth can sometimes. Kevin Owens can.
10. Like, these are guys that have seasoned veteran status, yeah. but they don't trust every wrestler. And, again, it's Vince hates his audience. Yeah. He's, he's thinking they don't know what they like. Motherfucker, do you hear the audience? They know what they like, but they especially know what they don't like. Yeah. And they don't like this same regurgitated shit. That over- fucking Lana segment is cringeworthy. I know, and some people fucking love it. Do you see what their YouTube numbers are on that? No. They post I- a clip to YouTube. It's their most viewed video every week. Yeah. They want to see Lana get deep-dicked. That's all. I mean, I, would, I wouldn't mind Dude, watching that. Dude, if I that. find out a video of Lana is getting fucked by Hornswoggle, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Like, if Lana's getting fucked, I'm going to watch it. But it doesn't still, matter who like, it is. In real life, though, they're still married. They're still married. Lana just re-signed for five years. Yeah, so did Rusev, like, right? Well, Rusev is still in negotiations, but I don't think, unless they're actually getting divorced, that he would leave her <laughs> there. Because leaving your woman behind in a wrestling locker room is always recipe for trouble. Yeah. Ask Matt Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Want to get into football, Josh? Who came back last night? Uh, uh, no top ten this week? Oh, do top ten. Yeah, please. I almost forgot. Thank you. Top ten iTunes. Uh, Manfred, this is your first time playing this with us. I know it's going to be number one. It's the Cam- Camillo and Cabillo. Sean Well, this is a Mendez. daily list. So this is um, what's the top ten today. On iTunes today. So it changes all the time. So oh, yeah. So yeah, it's it a constant rotation. So it doesn't get stale. All right, so stop at ten, start at ten and tell us first if we know the person. Guilty. Not guilty. All right, hold on. The list is loading. Okay, so uh, number 10 uh, is a song from last week, so we're going to skip it. It's uh, okay. Jerry Sprunger by okay. Tory Lanez and T-Pain. Okay, what's 9? Do, uh, we, know nine? Do we know who 9 is? Uh, T-Pain. 9 is another song from last week and the week before, Roxanne by Arizona Zervas. Okay. Uh, number eight is a new one. Okay. Do we uh, know who this is? Uh, we've come across them okay. through this. Oh, God. Okay. Let's hear it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. You know everybody been waiting on that, baby. Everybody waiting on that shit. All these songs sound the same. Their flow is the same. This is the baby. I needed some waffles with syrup. No, it is the baby. It's the baby. Wow, yeah. Manfro knew it. Yeah. Okay, go to the next one. All right, uh, next one, number seven, uh, also on the list from last week, Highest in the Room by Travis Scott. Number six is a new one. Do we know who this is? We do not. Okay, maybe Manfro does. He knew the baby. The baby. Oh my god. Suicidal. Like <laughs> <Not> Mac Miller. <laughs> this is Vibes Cartel. No. <laughs> Vibes Cartel. Yeah, the three like, Days Grace. This, this sounds like the Jamaica. The, 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 no, this is Cisco. The, the guys from Caracou listen to this stuff. Who? The guys from Caracou, like okay. Trinidad. Yeah, yeah. That I work with, love this shit. This is a regga- This is like a form of reggaeton or something. But it I just, sounds like a form of diarrhea. Yeah, no, it's. Sorry, right, who really is good. this, Josh? Uh, this is YNW Melly. 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 YNW Melly. Okay. Suicidal. Okay. Suicidal. Right. I feel suicidal when you Number say Number five it is another new one. Okay, do we know who this is? We do not. Okay. I do. You might. Dude, all these songs start with the same fucking formula. Oh, I... Oh, this is, um, the famous Spanish guy. <laughs> who, who dressed up at the, at the music awards, like dressed up in a big fat thing. Who watched that? I did. <laughs> On accident. <laughs> right. Who is this? Uh, this is uh, the song Vet. 
by Bad Bunny. Bad oh, Bunny, Bad that's it. Bunny. I was, I've I was heard, fucking I've heard of that. Bad Bunny. I never heard them until right now. That guy is like okay. a G in fucking Spanish I, I, He sells like crazy. His tickets are crazy expensive, they Bad all, Bunny. <laughs> oh, all right. I, I don't know. I saw it. It was like, like yo, a, I was like, is this like Paw Patrol? You, you driving to Patterson to select a ticket to pick up drugs? Like, nah, I'm getting them Bad Bunny tickets. Bad Bunny tickets. <laughs> all right. Uh, number four is another new one. We don't know this. Okay. I know it. Let's see. What you gonna do when your son's at home? Crying no. alone in the bedroom, broken at home. Oh, this is Jake Owens. Is this Jake is Owens? This country? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, what is happening? Is this what? Jason Derulo? No. Why is he getting Chinese with it? Is this featuring Offset? <laughs> no. Who is this? Uh, this is Who Needs Love by Trippy Red. Uh, I've heard of Trippy Red. That guy Red. just looks like... I a, don't know who it is, but... That I, guy looks like a face that you just want to <laughs> fucking punch. <laughs> Can you describe what they look like? They had a nose. It sounds like a face. <laughs> All yeah. right, what's next? All right, uh, next is... Uh, we know the featured artist. We do not know the uh, the main artist, though. Okay. Featured artist Cardi B. Cardi B. No. Cardi B? No. <laughs> Is it Cardi B? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me try this differently. Cardi B. It's not Cardi B, I don't think. And featured Nicki Minaj. Dude. All these songs are the same song. They just add, like, all right, instead of an acoustic guitar, we'll just have someone hitting a, a, sin, a sin, Can um, I add one to the top ten? No. You can't add your own. Saweetie? That's my type. That's my type. Oh, I hate that song. <laughs> I can't say it because there's so many N-bombs in it, I but know. it's so awesome. You can just change the word. Nabisco. <laughs> a rich Nabisco. That's my type. That's my type. Yo, you, know, you know what's crazy? The song is already halfway over. Oh, yeah. No, it's just it's a banger. All right. Who is this? Turn this off. <laughs> this is uh, Loyal featuring Drake by Party Next Door. Okay. Oh, Party Next Door is a guy who fucked the other guy's girlfriend, and it was like tabloids. <laughs> That's the best description. It was like tabloids? Yeah. All right. He, what's he next, Josh? Fam- so like, I think a basketball player. Was play- it like Kevin Garnett and it was uh, somebody, La La? It was somebody, basketball player's girlfriend. He took him and was they were Delonte like, West this girl LeBron's got banged mom? by party next door. I was like, the whole party? Uh, <laughs> this next one is another new one. Uh, we have come across all of the artists involved in this. Oh, God. Uh, City ensemble. Girls. That's through, my type. Is, is Young Boy Never Be no, Broke uh, Again? Young Boy Never Broke Again is not on. Oh, darn. God. He's not on any this week, is he? No. He's yeah. going to be broke again soon. Gonna start doing the top 50 to get NBA. This sounds like an there. 80s workout jam. Trippy wet? <laughs> trippy red. Trippy is, red. Is this trippy red, Josh? No. It's trippy oh, oh, yeah, yeah, it is. There's like three people listed on here. So. Okay. Post Malone featuring Trippy Red and Offset. Is that it, Josh? Post Malone featuring Trippy Red? No, this is Trippy Red featuring Juice World and YNW Melly. I know Juice World. My friend's like, yo, it's like emo, but it's rap. And I'm like, this is crap. Is it Juice Squad? Yeah. <laughs> there, there's, there's, there's one that's like, push me to the edge. All my friends are dead. 
Oh, my friend, our <laughs> okay, Turn this off. What's next? And uh, next is number one? Next is number one. Number one has been number one for a few weeks now. Camilla okay. Whoa by Sean Little Baby. All right. Go back now and see what the first rock song to come up is and what it is. Okay. Because I'm always interested. Nickelback. 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 Has Nickelback, Nickelback put out any music in recent I don't know, times? but he started a beef with Corey Taylor. And he got destroyed. Destroyed. Destroyed by it. Like, if there's any dude you need to back down from, it's probably Corey. Like, there's a couple people. You don't fuck with Corey Taylor. You don't fuck with Dave Grohl. You don't fuck with, like, Anthony Kiedis or Flea. I like, feel like if I had her- to, though, I'd go for Dave Grohl. I'd be like, what are you fucking... Man, you have I- Kirk Cobain's fucking... Yeah. Lyric book, you fuck? No, because they didn't really write the same <laughs> know, depressing shit. Um, One of these been, shoes I, are not like the other. <laughs> One of these sh- Schlem set thought uh, that was a so lyric for years. It's the same Maroon 5, Maroon 5 song at 60, 69 this week. Wait, that's a rock song? Maroon 5 is the only rock band in the top 100. Only my window, uh, Manfred, have you been watching? my door. I want to make you feel beautiful. All right, go with it. I don't mind spending every day. Out on the corner in the pouring rain Look at the girl with the broken smile Ask her if she wants to stay a while And she will She will You sound like the pedophile at the window It's the, the real pedophile um, Have you been watching Watchmen on HBO? No Yo Make it a priority. Yeah. Dude, okay. make it a fucking priority. Josh, how good is Watchmen? Mandalorian, so Watchmen. So Mandalorian. Dude, they, they just released the streaming numbers for Mandalorian. Crazy. It's the closest, now, is that, is that a weekly thing? Or it's is every that... Friday it's been coming out. Oh, okay, okay. Um, it, it, the closest show to it, like in demand, is Stranger Things, and it's crushing Stranger Things streaming numbers, which really? is pretty fucking crazy. I fucking can't stand Stranger Things. You just hate that kid. You that hate kid's Dustin. face. I was, he comes out for the Rangers opener, and my friends just text me, and they're like, uh-oh, he, he's back. Because like he was the story, there last year, and like, they suck. I like the story you told about the Rangers game when Junior Soprano was doing the national oh, anthem. Don, Don Cheadle. <laughs> Dominique uh, Chassane. Ch- yeah, Chassanese. Chassanese, and he was terrible. Oh. All right, Josh, you want to set up for football? Oh, yep. All right, say. so Manfred, we're going to get your football picks this week, and you're going to see how you... Wait, wait, while I set up. Yeah. Uh, you guys should do a special West Milford masterpiece. Yeah, that's actually right. I needed a West Milford masterpiece theater story from you. Well, I, I see. I have one in my head, and it's like a day. It's a whole day, but it has to do with heavy drugs. Okay, that's fine. Just don't use anybody's real name. Okay. Just change the names. Make a make a Stephen a Tyler. Make a Mick a Jagger. Okay. Like that kind of thing. So this kid Willie, I used to pick him up for work. Right? Okay. So we dabbled I gotta, in. I gotta take a quick phone. Call. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. So we dabbled in um, oxycodone. Okay, you were messing around with. Pills, like a lot of people. How old were you at the time? I was probably 16. Okay, so you were young. No, 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 no. I was 17. I was okay, 17. but still, it's at senior age, year. It's at age when you're like, let me try this out. Mm-hmm. Sure. And so, you and you maybe you tried a few times. Yeah. So like we we dabbled in, in fucking doing some. So we're like, all right, let's split an 80. An 80 is a fucking pretty powerful fucking yeah. painkiller. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, let's fucking do it, Willie. <laughs> and uh, so we we do this right. We're in the car. And, like, we're breaking up the pill or whatever, and we have, like, I have my ID out, and I give it to my friend. Okay. A cop pulls me over for making a left-hand turn to go pick up my girlfriend oh, no. in a development. Is this when you're doing Erica? Yeah. I use her name. Okay. That's fine. She's not involved. <laughs> okay, so I go, 
And the cop pulls us over, and I'm like, he's like, license and registration. I go into the, get the Reggie. Now, mind you, he was just crushing up a fucking Oxycontin <laughs> with my ID, and I'm fucking 17 years old. I'm fucking shitting a brick. I'm shaking. You just got the cold sweats. Yeah, I, I give him the registration, bit. and I'm like, hey, Dave, were you looking at my ID? And I don't know why I said it like that, but he's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. And he reaches down under on the crushed up CD case, like with the fucking yeah, pill yeah. on it, and like there's shit all over it. Oh. So he hands it to me, and I like wipe it. As I pull you did it, like a smooth wipe. Yeah, and I, I hand it to like the cop. Like when you have a to make it look like yeah. you're not picking a booger. So he's like, "Why did your friend have your your ID?" I was like, "Oh, I just got it." So he's just checking it out. And hey, I haven't <laughs> seen him in a while. He's like, "Yeah, you know you can't make a left turn here." I was like, "Yeah, I'm actually going to pick up my girlfriend for school. She lives over there." And he's like, "Oh, well, that's allowed then." And I'm like, "Oh, okay." So he's like, "Yeah, listen, try not to." What time of day was this? This is fucking six six thirty in the morning. <laughs> I'm right like, before school. Holy shit. So then the cop leaves, and my friend Willie's like, well, let's fucking let's do, do this. Let's do this. So we took like half. Oh, God. Then you're driving. And that is like for my body weight at the time. Yeah. And like, I mean, just, for anyone that isn't a regular user, that's yeah. a lot. And I didn't do it as much as these other kids did it. Yeah. They would like do it a lot. I would just do it like, oh, I want to be cool Dude. for the weekend. So I did it. So I go, I pick her up, I drive to school. Now it's like second period, and I can't keep my head up. I'm doing the fucking straight up and, not. And that, back then, if you like passed out in class, they would send you down for drug tests sometimes. Yeah, no, nah, well, with us, it was just like, I never was like that. So mm-hmm. I was like, I'm really tired. And they're like, it's like my stomach hurts. Can I go was to the it, nurse? Was it uh, Mrs. Mendes? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't remember who it was, but I, I remember I walked down to the nurse's office, and there's Willie. Oh, God, he like, was fucked up too. He's like, oh, man. You guys were zombieing. Yeah. So Sunken place. I threw up into the fucking garbage can and now this is the worst feeling in the world yeah. some people love it i know i well junkies junkies yeah. <laughs> so i'm like now it's like later on in the day i'm still feeling the effects of it mr miller's auto class <laughs> he, well first my girlfriend says a comment to me in like between first and second period did you like she's go like, to see her in the hallway in between you're she's like, like hey, she's like did you do a pill i'm like no <laughs> no and she's like well i'm looking because she was shorter than me she's like i'm looking up your nose and i just see white cake <laughs> all over it i'm like oh shit and then i'm like yeah i did one i'm sorry and she's like you're fucking Loser, <laughs> and like now she's well, like that worked out well yeah, for you yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. Well, she was a sophomore, and I was yeah. I was a senior, and yeah. I'm like thinking I'm all big and bad, and I'm like, yeah, I just fucking. Yeah, did. both our girlfriends were sophomores when we were seniors. Yeah, yeah. so I, I'm like, I have this shit all over my nose. I wipe it off, whatever. Thank God she caught it, and the teacher wasn't like, yeah, like what's going on here? Like, I go, like, to, the, oh, I go I like to the teacher. Toast. I was like, is my kitchen clean? <laughs> you know, like fuck. <laughs> so now it's like Mr. Miller calls me up, and I still feel like total. Yeah, like you're shit. still out of it. I'm out of it, 100. percent He calls me up to the, the front of the class to do like a demonstration on the board and I don't know what the fuck his back is turned I fucking throw up in front of the whole class <laughs> right in the fucking garbage can I remember in hearing about you throwing up in class I just threw up right in front of the garbage can I'm like Ugh! and he turns around and by the time he turns around I stop for a second and then he turns his back around and he's like and I'm like I throw up more and I'm just like this is the worst ever and I think I had football practice that day with fucking Poppy so I had like two periods where I didn't do shit so I like would go back to my car, go back to my house. I couldn't make it to my fucking car. I was in the you locker room. You shouldn't have been room. driving. That's like fucking Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, no, it was. And I was just like, I laid, I put my football pads on because I'm like, I'm not going to be able to change in the allotted time they give you to change into your pads. Because you're moving like at the speed of molasses. And I was just like a slug and I slugged my way out to the football field. And I just remember like, I was like thinking in my head, I was like, I'm supposed to like not feel anything, but I feel like total garbage. And it was like the worst practice ever. They're like, oh, we're going to start by running laps. And I was just dying. And I was like, <laughs> why do people like this? 
Yeah, no, that's one of those things. I, I definitely, you know, I tried one or two in my life, yeah. and I didn't like the way. It, and also, I know I have a, a family history of yeah. dependency and addiction, so I was like, I could also see how easily people could get hooked on it mm-hmm. because if you like that feeling, fuck. Yeah. Like, I mean, like I get like Artie Lang says, like heroin's everything is advertised. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like you can't stop it. Um, I, I have one little story this week, and this is like kind of just uh, broad and obscure. So I used to drive to school every year, um, our junior year, with my best friend that you know. Um, we'll call him Stevie. Okay. Um, we saw Taking Back Sunday with him. Yeah. Um, so there was this girl that lived next door, and Stevie was a year older than us, and she was a freshman in high school. And we decided that day to cut school. We're like, we're going to cut school. We're going to go to the mall, see a movie or something. And this girl's like, I want to stay home with you guys, whatever. And this girl was one of these people that wanted to hook up with older people because, you know, she wanted to be cool. Yeah. She had daddy issues, whatever. Hell yeah. So, daddy issues. So Stevie was like, Spank all right. me, choke me, dad. Stevie was like, all right, you got to do something for me. He kind of. This is like kind of me too ish. Um, <laughs> like to be fair. Yeah, this was a different time period. So, so she's like, all right. So they go up to his room. She definitely blew him. And she was. The whole premise the was that he was gonna call and pretend to be her dad. So she blows him, and she's like in the room. So he's like, all right, let's go. <laughs> so, left. <laughs> left her in the room, missed the bus because of us or him, and left her with shame and bleach breath. <laughs> oh my god! I know, horrendous. All right, uh, Josh, you tell me when we're recording, and uh, Manfred, we're going to see you do head to head with us this week. Okay. Um, on week thirteen of the NFL season, um, Josh, you finished with the best record last week at nine and five. I went eight and six, and Taylor went seven and seven. The record now stands, and I'm in first place at one hundred eight sixty six and one. Josh, you were one game behind me at one hundred seven. 67 and 1 and Taylor you got a lot of ground to make up buddy cuz you are 103 71 and 1 with only 4 weeks left in the NFL season you need a big week and you need us to have bad weeks so <laughs> we'll start this out right away um with the th- uh one of the Thanksgiving games uh, one of the, the traditional Thanksgiving teams the Chicago Bears at the Detroit Lions the Chicago Bears are 1 point road favorites uh, Matthew Stafford I believe is still out I have not heard any update of the sort Manfred this is your division you know these teams pretty well. Uh, who do you like in this game? Well, uh, I'm going to go with the Bears. Okay, Bears. Um, Josh? You know, two bad teams. Yeah. One is one is definitely underachieved. Yes. While the Lions always are in this position where they've lost a ton of games they should have won. Yep. It's the same thing every single year. So it, it's it's one is an underachieving team. The other one is probably about what they actually are. Yeah. And we've seen what the Bears can do against bad teams. They did it to the Giants this week. Yeah. The Lions are somewhere in between. They're better than the Giants for sure. Yeah, with that being said, I think I'm going to take the Bears. Yeah, uh, I'm also taking the Bears for the reasons I said. Uh, their defense can still get to it. They yeah, got yeah. to they got to Daniel Jones this past week. Um, they've gotten to some teams earlier this year. Um, the Lions, I you know, they're a competitive team. They're not yep. getting embarrassed every week. They're competitive despite Matthew Stafford being out. But uh, Taylor is taking the Lions. Um, it's not the worst pick. I mean, it's a Thursday night road game, Thanksgiving. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, and it's a division game. Division yeah. games are always toss up. So. Um, uh, me, Josh, and Manfro are all taking the Bears. Taylor's taking the Lions. Uh, next game is the Buffalo Bills at the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys seven-point favorites at home. The Cowboys, despite leading the NFC East, do not have a win against a team with a winning record this year. The Bills 
I believe will be the first team they beat with a winning winning record this year. I think they match up very very well. Um, the way the Bears or the Bills play football, I don't think that it's conducive to being as good on the road. Even though they have a good road record right now, it's been against a lot of bad teams. You know, you have to play the Dolphins. That's a bad team. Like you played the Bengals in Cincinnati. Like I think the conditions too. Yeah, well, I, the conditions in Buffalo are huge when you're a team that runs the yeah, ball and has a yep. good defense. So now you're going to Dallas, who had a terrible game against the Patriots. They only gave up 14 points, but they had terrible special teams. They had, granted, they had terrible refereeing going against them. Was, oh my God! Those only been, tripping calls are ridiculous. Was, there's only been four tripping calls all year, and two of them were in that game against the Cowboys. <laughs> the one was bad. The other one was unforgivably bad. Um, but I'm going to take the Cowboys here at home. I think that w- what they do to be at their best is what the Bills want to do to be at their best. And I think the Cowboys are slightly better at it, despite the Bills having a better record. So I'm going to take the Cowboys. Josh? Uh, I know the Bills have a good defense, but I think that Dallas's offense is a little bit yeah, overpowered for, sure. for what they've been used to. Um, so I'm, i I got to go with Dallas at that point because uh, the Bills just wouldn't be able to keep up in the fourth department. Yeah, I'm gonna, uh, you know what? I was, I'm swayed. I think I'm going to go with Dallas as well. Okay. That, that fucking – there's so many good players on paper for Dallas. Well, that's that why it's like, I, the first time Jason Garrett actually got called out by Jerry Jones for his yeah. coaching. I mean, this is that's what I said the difference was in the Patriots game last week. I was like, I'm going to take Bill Belichick in a game against Jason Garrett every single time. You take Bill Belichick against most people, but there's a reason he has a losing record against good teams this year, exactly. and it's because they have good coaching, and he is an average coach at best. Um, and Taylor's also taking the Cowboys. Uh, next game, Josh, this is for you. Uh, the New Orleans Saints against a team that last week you claimed would go undefeated in the division. Yes. Um, the Saints are seven-point favorites on the road in Atlanta. So why don't you tell me what happened last week with the Falcons after you told us all they would go undefeated in the division, and then they let Jameis Winston make fools of them. Yes, so the Falcons <laughs> do this thing better than any other team in the NFL where they love to play spoiler. Uh, so when you think they're going to do one thing, they do the other. Yeah. Uh, Just when I think I'm out. Yeah, exactly. So uh, <laughs> they reverted back to all of the mistakes that they were making during their uh, seven-game losing sure. stretch. Um, they they didn't run the ball well. Yep. They didn't play defense turned it well. Over. They turned Penalties. the ball over. They couldn't tackle. Matt Schaub threw a touchdown. Matt Schaub <laughs> threw, threw a touchdown. Uh, so with all that stuff being said about how bad the Falcons were last week and how bad the Falcons are, like I said, they play spoiler better than anybody yep. in the NFL. When you think they're going to do something, they do the opposite. That's why I am taking the Falcons this You're week. You're taking the Falcons because against the Saints. Because if I pick the Saints, the Falcons will win. <laughs> Okay, uh, and I, I understand on, the logic. And on that logic, damned if you do, damned if you don't. And on that logic, I'm certain that probably everybody else is taking the Saints. So if I'm going to make up the game I'm behind you on, it yeah. might as well be this For, one. Sure. And I'm also taking the Saints, as is uh, Taylor. Um, I just, you know, I think that the Saints, when they're going well, and they they were getting fucked with by the refs as well, just like the Cowboys did, and they overcame after the the Panthers kicker missed a fucking 28 yard field goal. But uh, Michael Thomas this year is the best receiver in the league. He's on pace to shatter the single season. Season reception record, which is crazy. Here it is, 102 receptions. I think. Um, I just think this, uh, the Saints, when they're going at their best, I don't know if there's many teams that are as good as them. There's maybe two or above them, like Baltimore and San Francisco. Um, so I'm going to take the Saints. I'm going with the Saints. They can't hold down a team like that, that yeah. for too long. Yeah, you know? exactly. And that, that's a. Gr- I mean, listen, it's the Falcons are bad, but I love the Falcons Saints rivalry, and that's a great Thursday night game. I mean, the, the on paper, the bill, um, the Bills and the Cowboys is the best game, but 
if the Falcons can play spoiler, it makes it a little more interesting in the NFC as far as seeding goes down the stretch. Um, all right, next game is the Green Bay Packers, your team, at the New York Giants. The Packers are seven and a half point road favorites, and that is after they got their Shit asses whipped. fucked by the 49ers, held Aaron Rodgers to 104 passing yards. Yeah, I didn't even Crazy. think that was possible. Crazy. Yeah, and, you know, he, the offensive line got the shit kicked out of them by the 49ers. They, yeah, they had, like, the ball. backups in they, and they, shit. It was nothing they down. could do. Um, so, Manfro, what do you think is going to happen I'm in this gonna game? Take, I'm going to take the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm also going to take Green Bay here. Um so Daniel Jones, I think he's very, very advanced for a rookie as a passer. But motherfucker's got 14, 14 fumbles or 15 fumbles, lost 10 of them. If that's a running back, he gets benched. Yeah, well, Five straight games with a lost fumble. Ryan Fitzpatrick with the Bills a couple years ago, he had like an astronomical amount of fumbles. And Daniel yeah. Jones is on pace to break that. Yeah, and Jameis Winston always fumbles a lot. Yeah. And it's 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 a concerning thing. And it's it was a problem he had in college. And it was a problem he had in the preseason. It's not something physical. It's an awareness thing. It's just not holding onto the ball when the moment you're going to get hit. It's this tiny little thing. And the, the team plays... like Shady McCoy with the loaf of bread. You yeah, never but, hold it like but, a loaf of fucking but at bread. But at least like it's obvious what it is with him. Yeah. And he still doesn't fumble this much. Nah, nah, nah. And it's just... It's constant. And the Packers... Have shown that they, you know, they're they're only the 17th ranked offense, I think, and they're the 24th defense. But they've beaten up on the bad teams, which is what the good teams are supposed to do. Um, And I think they're going to win here. Josh, who are you taking? Yeah, the Packers. Packers. Yeah, and uh, uh, Taylor is also taking the Packers. I, the Giants have lost seven straight. They're they're right now. They'd be the second pick in the NFL draft. They are worse this year than they were last year. Saquon Barkley is worse this year, and I know he was banged up, but I think a lot of that has to do with Daniel Jones being under center because it's just a rookie. When you're a veteran like Eli, you know to change the play at the line of yeah. scrimmage based on what the linebacker looks like. Who's the weak? I still the think line? Saquon like next year. Like he's going to go off if, as long as. He stays healthy and the offensive this line year, gets a little better. I would better. sit that guy. But that guy is too much. He's averaging three point nine yards per yeah, carry. You need, like, you need to sit that guy for the rest of the year. Don't and just take reflect. a risk on him tearing an exactly, ACL. Like, exactly. what, what's the point right now? The and guy's playing. If you, you think if, if you're playing on a bum ankle, it's only a matter of time before something else in your leg. Kevin like, Durant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Something yeah, else I, is going to fucking go. And I, you know what? As much as I don't like the Giants, you, he's awesome to watch. He's that guy fucking, is one of the funnest guys. Like, you, the Giants could be getting blown out last year. You want to watch him play? This guy's going to fucking jump over somebody, stiff arm somebody. Turtle, yeah, and like this year, he's just like a shell of he's, what he was. It's like watching like, Le'Veon Bell too. Yeah, Same Le'Veon thing. Bell, but Le'Veon Bell used to is like one of the most patient runners yeah. I've ever seen in my life. And it, that's hard to be patient when you have a bad offensive line. And like you know, Francis is like he's not explosive. Like he was never he explosive. was never explosive, but he could see a hole coming from yes, a mile away. Yes. And like, when there's no holes to be made, you're, yeah. you're not going to find the fucking exactly. hole. If it's not there. All right, next game is the Washington Redskins at the Carolina Panthers. Panthers ten point favorites at home. The Redskins coming off their third win of the season. Um, against the Lions, actually, Dwayne Haskins with his first career win. Um, I'm, I'm a Dwayne Haskins fan. I think he's going to be a very good passer as long as the Redskins don't ruin him, which is probably more <laughs> likely. Um, but in this game, for me, it's very obvious to take the Panthers, even though they've been struggling. They're a much better team, much better coach team. Uh, Kyle Allen is advanced from where Dwayne Haskins is right now. So for me, it's very obvious Panthers. Manfro? Yeah. 
Yeah. Josh, you're both yeah. taking him too. Okay, yeah. so McCaffrey is just a fucking. Beast. He's unbelievable, unbelievable. He and should I go, be. I always offensive. pitted against him in fantasy, and I ended up scoring like the most fantasy points in my league this yeah. week. And my team, I have won a game since like week three. <laughs> I was fucking terrible, but like McCaffrey was going off. And so I was he like, said, he oh, helped you. My God, but no, I actually ended up winning this week. Okay, that's good. <laughs> uh, the next game is definitely game of the week, possible Super Bowl preview: the San Francisco 49ers at the Baltimore Ravens. Oh my God. Um, the 49ers coming off that drug of the uh, Packers and the Ravens coming off a dom- an equally dominating game against the Rams. Um, this is a Super Bowl rematch from the Harbaugh ball, one pissed Harbaugh. Um, Candlestick went out or something? I, I lo- yeah, the power went out. Yeah. I, I love this game. Um, both these teams play a brand of football I love watching. I love both head coaches, uh, one of whom used to be the Falcons offensive coordinator, yeah. Kyle Shanahan. Um, Josh, who do you like in this game? I... Uh, I, I've been thinking about this for uh, most of the day because you know I, I kind of try to you know plan my picks out sure. in advance. This is tough. It's this a really tough game. I mean, it's to... crazy that the the Ravens are four and a half point favorites. Yeah. Like to me, it's this is like a one point game or dead. It's just a dead a pick 'em. It's yeah. a pick 'em. I think that. It's going to be a shootout. There are going to be a lot of points in really? this game, which is the opposite of what they've been doing recently. It's yeah. been their defenses have just been mauling people. Yeah, I think that this is going to be a shootout. Now, you might see some good defensive performances. Sure. You know, sure. getting to the quarterback, couple interceptions, of sacks, an interception yeah. or two. But there's going to be a lot of points in this game, and I think at the end of it, there's going to be one pissed Harbaugh. One pissed Harbaugh. So you're taking the 49ers. I am. Okay, Manfro. I got a hot take on this game. Okay. Okay. So Lamar Jackson, very good. I, better than advertised. I, last year, I was a fucking doubter. I was yeah, a hater sure. on this fucker. I was like, this guy cannot throw. Yeah, the I was ball. such a doubter that I was pissed when the Dolphins drafted Minka Fitzpatrick instead of him. So, yeah. so neither. anyway, I have a hot take on this game. Okay. Okay, so San Francisco is going to. They have a lot of fucking monsters on their line. Yeah, on both they're sides, offense con- and defense. They're going to contain the run, and Lamar Jackson's going to scramble out of the pocket. He's going to get hurt. Oh, an injury prediction. An injury prediction in the second quarter of the game. An RG3. Is gonna win the game. <laughs> no, no, they're gonna they're gonna totally fizzle out the Ravens' offense. It's been so hot, and I and I I hate saying it because if Lamar Jackson's healthy in this game, they win. But he's not because in my head, I think he's you getting think he's hurt, gonna get hurt this game. Okay, and, and that's so there, there is something the to that because the uh, the Ravens just lost, I believe, their center for the year. Yeah. Um, but you're taking the 49ers. Yeah. So I'm the only one taking the Ravens here. And if it was in San Francisco, I'd be picking the 49ers. But, again, what the Ravens do, their physical brand of football, is made for playing at home especially. It's a loud fucking building with rowdy fans. They're fired up. I mean, this is to them, like, this is another statement kind of game. They had that against the Patriots. This is another statement kind of game. The team with the best record in football are tied for the best record in football um, who do what they do uh, on both sides of the ball, minus Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't run like Lamar Jackson. But right now, Lamar Jackson is the favorite to be MVP. He's surpassed Russell Wilson. He's on pace for 1,200 rushing yards. He's tied for him in touchdown passes. He has two more interceptions than Russell Wilson, but he's tied for him in touchdown passes despite 70 less pass attempts. I think Lamar Jackson's going to win this game, not with his legs, with his arm. I think he's going to be able to drop back. He's going to be able to make the throws. It's going to be hard to do in the ambulance, bro. Richard Sherman's going to give up two touchdowns to sully his great season. Marcus Peters is going to pick off Jimmy Garoppolo twice, one of which is returned for a touchdown. So I'm taking the Ravens. I'm the only one. You know who's going to hurt Lamar Jackson, too? Bosa? Nope. Who? Richard Sherman. No, he's, he's going to injure him. The, what is he going to No, no, he's going to run out of the pocket. <laughs> quarterback blitz. Yeah, Richard quarterback. Sherman's gonna, he's gonna look, Richard Sherman's one of the best block shedders as a yeah, quarterback. Yeah, he's, ama- he's an amazing tackler and, and as well. I think he's going to hit him from the side. He's going to be running on the right side of the line wide. 
looking for a pass. He's gonna take. What kind it. of injury? You think concussion, knee? He's gonna he's gonna sprain his ankle, right? And then he's gonna get try. He's gonna try to get back in the game, and they're gonna decide. Let's sit him down because we need this motherfucker for the playoffs. And now we'll get the RG three to win the game. Could you so imagine if that actually RG three won the game? This is gonna happen in the happen. second quarter. I'm <laughs> the end of the first, beginning of the second quarter. I'm right. calling it right I'm now. Gonna t- I'm gonna text you. I'm gonna Venmo you eighty dollars if that happens. Okay, I'm gonna hold you to that. <laughs> you gotta send me the request. It has to be in the first or second quarter though. Yeah, if it's no. the third quarter. You have to Venmo me two hundred. The end of the first, beginning of the second quarter. All right, next game. Uh, this is a big a- AFC South showdown. The Tennessee Titans. Uh, the, the surging Tennessee Titans, led by Ryan Tannehill, and the Indianapolis Colts coming off their bye week. Uh, Colts are three-point favorites at home. Um, I like the Colts in this one. Um, if it was in Tennessee, I would take the Titans. Uh, Ryan Tannehill has been awesome for the Titans. Uh, who would have thought coming in? I mean, I did say that he was going to take over for Mariota. I didn't think he would play this well, but he has. He's always been talented. You put an offensive line in front of him, and Marcus Mariota didn't get a chance at that line because Taylor Lewan was suspended. Now he has him, um, but he's playing great. The Titans are playing great, but the Colts coming off their bye week being refreshed, the kind of football they play uh, is a little bit better than what the Titans do, so I'm taking the Colts. Manfro? I am taking the Titans on this one. All right. Josh? Um, I'm going to take the Colts. Okay, so... I think Derrick Henry's going to have a big fucking game. Yeah, I mean, he's been having a big season. He's he's an animal. But I just uh, think that, like, that guy, you you get him... If he he gets momentum, he's one of those dudes like Marshawn Lynch where it just, he gets better as the game goes on. Uh, And Micah is also taking the Titans. Uh, Next game... uh, I change it if Micah's taking (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) The next game is the Philadelphia Eagles uh, at the Miami Dolphins. Uh, The Eagles are seven and a half point favorites. I'm not wasting my time. Uh, Eagles. 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 Both teams stink, but I'm yeah. taking the Eagles. But, uh, yeah, not not even close. Uh, next game, the Oakland Raiders at the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs are ten point Ooh. favorites at home. Uh, Chiefs are the Col- the Raiders rather coming off an embarrassing loss to the Jets at MetLife Stadium, thirty four three, allowing the Jets to, for the first time in their franchise history to win back to back games by thirty points. Um, so that's a nice little distinction to have. Um, yeah, the Chiefs, they're yeah, ten point. 100%. The Chiefs are going to fucking roll them. Mahomes is going to have a Big yeah. game. Dude, he's only 300 yards passing behind Lamar Jackson, and he missed two games. I know. Um, so we're all taking the Chiefs. Uh, next game, this is a tough one to pick. And he pick. didn't score any passing touchdowns last week. No, he did not. Uh, and so I think he's due. Yeah, he's, he's due, and he still has 19 touchdown passes. Yeah. Uh, next game is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars, one-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Uh, Josh. Who cares? <laughs> I'm taking the Jaguars. All right. Uh, Manfro? Ooh. Who's starting quarterback? Big Dick Nick? Big Dick Nick. Uh, I'm going to go with Tampa Bay. All right. I'm taking Tampa Bay, and so is Manfro. Um, I did pick Jacksonville at first, but I was like, I need a couple more upsets this week. This is like a week, a week we're due for some more. Uh, next game, the New York Jets at the Cincinnati Bengals. The Jets Ooh. are three-and-a-half-point road favorites. Manfro. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Jets. I, okay. I think I think that uh, they got a little bit of a hot hand going right yeah, now. Yeah, three in a row. I three mean, in a row. Defense like, is playing well. Is Darnold's playing want. well. This is the team you want if you have a hot hand going. Josh, uh, yeah, I'm taking the Jets. Darnold's out here fucking slinging his dick all over New York. I love every <laughs> second of it. I'm I'm on the Darnold train. This is the most I've ever liked the Jets. Okay, ever. I'm gonna tell you guys you didn't this like week. Any Testaverde, bro? No. Oh, I'm gonna tell you guys here. this week. So the, the Bengals, are, the Bengals right are gonna there. get their first and only win of the season this year, and I am fully confident in this. For a couple reasons. Because Sam Darnold is out there slinging his dick around. They said 
the Jets were out partying until 2 a.m. celebrating <laughs> like they won the Super Bowl because they beat the fucking the Raiders. Fucking house. Now, Andy Dalton is back. The Red Rifle's back this week, starting. <laughs> what, the, AJ the, Green? Uh, <laughs> not a, it doesn't matter. The Red <laughs> Rifle is going to beat the Jets. The Jets are going to come out sloppy. They're going to have turnovers. This is Adam Gay's letdown game has to be coming. Jose this is Pizzata's what he does. coming out of retirement. Chris Pizzata <laughs> and, and Nocho Cinco. And Chris Henry. And Chris Henry, Andy, Andy yeah. Dalton's out here getting Chris Sam Henry and Matt Miller halftime show. They should do a memorial for him just to get the Bengals up for this game. <laughs> yeah, but the Bengals are going to win this Bring week. They're going to get Ford their one win. They're going to win 17-7. to seven. <laughs> Watch. Uh, next game is the Los Angeles Rams at the Arizona Cardinals. The Rams coming off that terrible loss to the uh, Ravens. Cardinals coming off their bye week. Um, I'm going Rams. I they're they're not good, but they're better than the, the Cardinals. I'm going Cardinals. Oh, okay. So is Micah. Uh, Josh. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go Rams. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I said the Rams were in for a letdown this year. I didn't think it would be this drastic. They were in the Super Bowl last I, year. I think I had them as a wild card team this year. It should have been the Saints. So I, I had, <laughs> I had uh, the the Seahawks winning the division. Mm-hmm. Then I had 49ers Rams. I believe was yeah. what I had. One of those two. Um, okay, next game is uh, a doozy. This is a fun game. Los Angeles Chargers at the Denver Broncos. Ugh. I'm going Broncos. I'm not wasting my time on this garbage ass game. I'm going going Chargers. Who did Taylor pick? Uh, who do you think? <laughs> I'm going Chargers then. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm not like they both stink, but the yeah. Broncos beat them in Los Angeles. So now I, don't I think Philip Rivers wants to. I think Philip Rivers has a couple years left. I don't think he's going out like a chump. I, I don't. I mean, he doesn't want to play in Los Angeles anymore, which is crazy. Um, next he's game, be a Jets quarterback. Next big year. rematch. Big rematch. This is the the uh, grudge match of the week. Cleveland Browns at the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> but Mason Rudolph ain't playing. Nor is Miles Garrett. That fucking racist. Um, so, yeah. Uh, the Browns are one-point favorites. They're kind of surging right now, too. Playing pretty well. Playing their best football of the year. Um, Josh. You know, uh, this is one of those things that annoys me a little bit. In our beginning of the year picks, I said that I thought the Steelers were going to win that division. Yeah. And based on the way that they've played, based on the way their defense is, if Big Ben didn't they'd get hurt. They'd probably be a playoff team at minimum. Yeah. At least they'd be. Um, I mean, they're still in the wild card hunt. And if they make the wild card, Mike Tomlin has to be coach of the year. Yeah. Without This might be his best coaching job ever, considering. Yeah. Um, with that being said, um, I go back to what I said about the Browns at the beginning of the year. Up and down and up and down yeah, and up and down. They've been up for a while. This is the letdown. Steelers are going to win. Okay. Um, Manfro. I'm going Browns. All right. And I am going Steelers as well. Micah has taken the Browns. I think that um, there's a lot for the Steelers here. to you know, It's a grudge match. It's in their building. Uh, they switch. They switch quarterbacks to the kid uh, Delvin, whatever his name is, who played. He got them the win last week against the Bengals. Um, I, I think their defense is good enough, and being at home, I'm going to take the Steelers. I here. think Manziel Light is going to find his receivers. Baker, finally. he's way better than Manziel <laughs> know, already. Um, all right, this is a good game too. Potential playoff show, uh, matchup: uh, the New England Patriots at the Houston Texans. Uh, Patriots three and a half point favorites on the road. Manfro. Oof. I mean, I, I like I like Deshaun, but I'm going to go with the Patriots. Josh? Yeah, I'm going to go with the Patriots. All right, and I'm going to take the Houston Texans because the blueprint to beat the Patriots defense was laid out by Lamar Jackson, um, and I think Deshaun Watson can actually do that, and I think he's actually a better in-the-pocket passer than him, and that's not a slight against Lamar. I just think Deshaun's a bit of a better passer. I think the Texans are one of these teams that match up pretty well with the Patriots, one of the very few. Um, the Patriots' offense is, is terrible. It's not a good offense this year. Look for Will Fuller to have a big game. 
because yeah. Stephen Gilmore is going to shut down DeAndre and Hopkins. I, I think you could see a big game from Kenny Stills as well. Yeah. Uh, I think a big game from Carlos Hyde and Duke Johnson in the um, the receiving game out of the backfield. Yep. But I like the Texans to win a game here like 20-17. to 17. All right, and the Monday night game, another really good one. The Minnesota Vikings at the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks three-point favorites at home. Um, Vikings coming off their bye week. Seahawks coming off a win over... Who the fuck did they beat that they they barely held on to and beat? It was a bad team, but they won. Doesn't matter. Josh, um, I, I'm going to continue on with. I have not picked against this team this year. Okay. Uh, I believe that the quarterback of this team is going to be the MVP of the NFL this season. Yeah, because Lamar Jackson's getting hurt this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he does, he's right. <laughs> um, I believe that they are a Super Bowl favorite. Okay. One of the Super Bowl sure, favorites. Sure. There's a lot in NFC, the NFC. They're an NFC favorite, yep. I would say. They beat um, the 49ers, so sure. And their quarterback also happens to be your, the, your New York Yankees second baseman, <laughs> Russell Wilson. <laughs> I am taking the Seattle Seahawks. Okay, Manfro. I'm taking the Seahawks because I need the Vikings to lose. And I'm also taking the Seahawks, and so is Micah, believe it or not. He picked against the Vikings this week. Wow. Yeah, he picks them every week except this week. Uh, yeah, I just think the Seahawks offense is too good, uh, at home especially. Although they are undefeated on ro- on the road for the first time in their franchise history, which is pretty crazy. I think the Packers and the Vikings are, like, on like on paper, they're two very good teams. I think they're the most overrated teams in the I would agree with that. I think they're both overrated. I mean, the Packers are clearly overrated. We've seen what I mean. They just shouldn't play in California. Oh my god! (laughs) All right, let's wrap this up. This was episode seventy-nine. You watch, I listen. Manfred, thank you for sitting in with us today. I hope you had fun. Um, We'll have you on again very soon. Um, Oh wait, wait, wait! What's the movie where they travel to the center of the Earth's core? The core to the center of the core with Aaron Eckhart. I put core movie. (laughs) I wanted to know that it was called the core. And I met a guy from Somalia in in Canada. He was a taxi driver, and he's like, "I was like, where are you from?" He's like, "I'm from Somalia." And he's like, "Look at me," and I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "Look at me," and I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "I'm the captain now." (laughs) Shut up! I swear to fucking god, he said that. But he also liked um, who's the, the the MVP of the NBA Finals for Toronto. Kawhi? Kawhi, yeah. He had the fucking thing where he gets the, the, the opening interview yeah, with yeah. him where he's like, I'm oh. a fun guy. <laughs> and it, like, he, re- he played that on repeat 30 times in his taxi, and we died laughing every that's time. That's awesome. That, that's the way. All right, guys, this is episode 79. You watch, I listen. Thank you to Michael Manfredonio for sitting in for us. Taylor will be back next week. Josh, see you next week. See you next Later, week. Later, guys.